straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for creepy people. Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put on a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. Right. All right. Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. That is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is time to riff the fuck on. And I think, all right, here we go. <laughs> oh, you're right. Thank you, Teddy. Uh, uh, with me, as always. <laughs> I fucked up everything here. Uh, I'm your host, Reverend Mitch. With me, as always, is the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you, sir? Good, Mitch. Now we're good. Sweet. Real grand. You don't sound as uh, as yeah, you don't, uh, excited you don't as you it. normally are. You don't. Uh, you don't seem happy at all. Don't be fooled by the uh, deadpan. Uh, I am marvelous right now. Okay, Great. never been better. All Good right, stuff. he's marvelous. He's never been better. And our special guest this evening, the one, the only, Danny Stew, Danielle Stewart. Of That's the me. Chelsea Lately show. Oh, you please. may have seen her. I, I hate that. Look at that giddy grin on Mitch's face. I do it. Uh, it, was, it was one of those uh, every time she gets introduced or anytime you see her name online, it's always like Daniel Stewart. It's like in this. I hate it because it's like, yeah, you may have seen her on Chelsea Lately if you were watching it in 08. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like really uh, embarrassing at this point. I just because I haven't done anything since, you know what I mean. So it's uh, it's I'd rather not use it. I oh, hate I have it. Your mics mixed up. That's what it is. Brian likes to use it on his flyers, but you know I understand. Credit you know they want to have something. Yeah, I don't just do I don't. Uh, it does make you sound fancy. It does, but I'm not fancy at all, and I um. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy. <laughs> I mean, would I rather have not done it? Absolutely not. Of course, I. But. You know, but it's just one of those things like I'd rather say like tours around uh, everywhere, you know, than say that. It's just right, right. Uh, it's, em- it's embarrassing to me. It makes my stomach turn. Well, I'm sorry. Wow. No, that's Shit. okay. That that's one right. took. A, I did not expect that turn there. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, uh, well, you know, most things in comedy make my stomach turn, actually. Okay, so well, there you go. So you're just yeah. so general disdain for the industry kind of thing. Yeah, oh, that, yes. Uh huh. All yeah, that annoying shit. Sure. That when somebody's like, all right, listen, OK, so. This week, dude, I'm doing a seven-minute set here, and then I'm doing a headline thing, and then yeah. featuring it, you know, Bob's big-ass chicken and wings out in Alhambra. Great, What's great up, show. bitches? Yeah, that's yeah. a great show. Bob, <laughs> Bob's big-ass chicken and wings. Yeah, it's a killer. They've like there's like at least three audience members, but like real audience members. Like, yeah, they're eating chicken, sure, but they're paying attention, and that's and what's that's, important. That's what matters. And you only have to drive like 120, 130 hours to get there um, perfect yeah, yeah. so a lot, like, yeah. a lot of scenery a lot of scenery to soak in 
Okay. Yeah. And you get a nice collection of bugs on the windshield. That's yeah. always fun. You can count those later. Let's not discount the, uh, the importance of that. Yeah, One day, like gold, it'll appreciate because there's a finite amount of them. That's true. I mean, they die so quick. Yeah, but I think they also multiply pretty quickly. Yeah, so does gold. Does it now, Mr. Prospector? <laughs> well, now, <laughs> I didn't want to get into prospecting, uh, but uh, well, I do know a thing or two about them thar hills. I've got a question. Uh, Teddy, sure. why is your Twitter name at Hater for Hire? Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I came out of this show. Uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a real simple notion to understand. Uh, I am a hater, a hater of things, all kinds of things. Uh, but if you wanted me to hate on something, perchance. Uh, I, you want me to, I, I can explain the origins. I yeah, remember, go actually. Go ahead, Mitch. Real quick, I do want to fix, because I feel like you're blocking your whole face there. Yeah, I, that, I, you can, that was you on can, purpose. You can, like, put it, that like, a, oh, did you like, want to? Okay, well, like fuck it. I'm not She's gonna, knows, she knows, man. All right, look, I'm just... Just He's saying, you don't it. need to do that. It's fine. Hitting the riffing. Um, it was. It was just something I noticed because Teddy uh, will uh, post sections of uh, political news on his uh, on his Facebook post, and then add commentary. And I was noticing that there was a period of time um, where people would actually just go to Teddy's page and paste links and be like check out this and like, wait, you know, or like <laughs> this guy to- over here was commenting on this thing I posted. You got to see this crazy shit. It was, it was during, uh, when everybody was questioning Obama's birth certificate that he had to go around and, and put the <laughs> smack down here and there. So there was sort of, there was people that would come in and be like, you got to see what this guy said on the post I made on my page. And Teddy would go in and have like hash it out with the guy. Mm. And so, uh, on here, he, he, he you're said, yeah, Facebook people are fighter? now hate mercenary. You're, yeah. a, you're a Facebook fighter. So that's what I, I said. You're a, I said, no. you're like a hater for hire. And he said, and that's when we realized that there was no Twitter. There, nobody took the Twitter handle hire for hire. So we had to give it to that. That's pretty I'm good. I'm more of a, I get into an occasional squabble or two, I guess. I'm more just the Joker, Dark Knight-esque. I'm just throwing things out there. I'm not interested in dialogue too much. It's like dialogue it's, is cool at all, I guess. I'm but trying to remember. I posted something. Uh, when the hell was it? I think it was even on my fan page or something. I I had posted something that was um, semi-political. I don't remember what it was, and it was a it was a simple thing. Oh, you know what it was? It was about the um, it was about that poll in Florida. Oh right. Uh, Thinking they're was, sabotaging the economy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where people were figuring out, they were like, you know. Uh, 49% of respondents think that Republicans are just block anything that helps the economy because they want to make Obama look bad. And I was like, people are waking up. And then this girl from Florida had commented and she was like, that's bullshit. They didn't run that poll. I live in Florida. Oh, no. She thought that was like a vote. She's yeah. like, if that, if that had happened, I would have I would have known and I would have voted. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and I was I like, know. that's not how they work. How and I just said, well, just because they didn't poll you doesn't right. mean that it's not a, maybe a representation nope. of and Teddy jumped in afterwards and was like, let me tell you how this works. And he had this like two paragraph rant about how the polling system works. And I was like, I mean, I had it. It's, I mean, it's cool, but you well, know. It, it's Did relatively you have it, fascinating. I mean, I don't I'm not sure that I really we don't have to get into it, but I would be interested <laughs> in knowing how the polling system works. because I'm not sure that I know. So you're welcome. Yeah, so there you if go. If you want to, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not. I want to be a regular. That's why. That's why I do it a, for Mitch. If you want to be an informer for hire? Yeah, if you can, can if you can inform one person, one listener. Listen, listen, I'm also trying to redefine hate. Do you understand? Hate doesn't have to be just <laughs> pure. Just burn it down. Watch it burn. Sure. Hate can be informative. 
Yeah, you know I mean, there's real informational hate going on. Yeah, yeah. Hater for hire. That's the best kind of yeah. It's called AM radio. Oh, oh snap! <laughs> I'm, I am, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a foil of them. I'll take it. A foil. I would be on AM radio. I could do well on AM radio. I bet you could. I don't. Do they let black people on AM radio? No, they, do no, they don't. No, yeah, they don't. Okay, no. strictly I FM. You know, I, I haven't don't listened to AM radio in so long. I don't. I, I don't really say, know. I can't it, think of the last time I heard a black person on AM radio. But no, I don't. It's it's mostly like I when I think board. of AM no radio, I think of like Newt Gingrich. Like it's just yep. Or not Newt Gingrich. Uh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Rush no. Limbaugh. I always get that. Is he issues. still on AM? Yeah, but he still dominates. Mm. No black people on AM radio. That's going on the board. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, and the sure board came out of me being too white to understand black slang, um, because Teddy would uh, people would would say different uh, statements. And Teddy would agree with them and snap his fingers and say, put it on the board, put it on the board. So I thought, well, Teddy needs a board, apparently, to put all this on. So uh-huh. I got him a board. That's great. For, for it to be putting things on. And uh, now it officially, now when, when he wants to put it on the board, he literally puts it on the board. So. And what's this down here? Oh, that's a scoreboard for a game we play later. That's, oh, okay, great. That's a teaser. Great. A teaser? <laughs> um, I didn't know if you were saying teaser. Yeah, that's a teaser. Yeah. That sounded... Yeah. Let's go for Uppity uh, uh, Cockney. Uh, Jose Chavez says black people aren't audible on AM frequency. You dirty well, son of a bitch. Well, I think Teddy Teddy would be. You're very How, what is this like? audible. It makes me like the bagger van of like AM a, radio. Yeah. That's like a <laughs> euphemism for articulate, yeah, by the way, audible. That's, <laughs> I was thinking like, I was like, is, he, is it like a dog whistle? Mm-hmm. We were like, this is just dead air on this channel. I don't, I don't understand. That's, real, that's like real subtle good New style racism, like you would be really well placed on AM radio. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you trying to say about this? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Means you're too white. Yeah, you're too, too white for that. Well, I've got some uh, interesting news. I don't Go know ahead. that it's news. It's not news. I'm celebrating something today. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I read did about you that. See that? Other, other than this ridiculous sweatshirt that I've chosen to wear t- today, uh, which is straight out of um, Real Housewives of Jersey Shore. Um, I am eight years sober today. Hey. Yes. I'm sorry. We're we're all going to be drinking. And no, that's and fine. That's totally fine. I have no not. problem with it. But I just wanted to. Uh, I'm, you know, I haven't really celebrated it much today. Usually on my uh, anniversary, so to speak, I do something special. But I'm too damn broke to do anything really good. So I'm just I thought I'd just mention truth. it. Just out of curiosity, well, what good. is it that you do normally to celebrate that? Um, it's different things every year, you know, I mean, it's something subtle, like wash my car or get a massage or something to just like something, you know, to me, it's more important than my birthday, you know, it's cause it's like, yeah, it's a personal accomplishment. Yeah. It's a huge personal accomplishment. So I, it's like a special day for me. And so I usually try to just like do something birthday, like if you will. Rebirthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. There Whoa. we go. Good. Good. Yeah. You can put it on there. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah, I think rebirthday. Yeah. Rebirthday equals sober. Yeah. Yeah. Sober yeah. anniversary yeah. equals yeah. rebirthday. Yeah. That's yeah. so. good. That's how so I mean, that's do you do you think in your head, like, I mean, maybe the first year it came around, you were like, with the money I would have blown away drinking and I don't know what you did. Uh I'm now going to treat myself instead. Like um, a like a swear jar kind of for life. Nah, I mean, not really like a money thing more. I mean, when you're in your when I got my first year of sobriety, I full on bawled the whole week like I couldn't believe it. I was so uh, it was such a crazy like accomplishment for me. Um, no, you know, I mean, I don't you know, I don't put like a, it's not like quitting smoking. Like If I were to quit smoking, I would definitely do something like that. 
because there's a very constant and and calculable amount of money you spend on smoking. You know, cigarettes, you know, cost this much money. In order for me to go through and, and look about exactly what I spent on booze, you know, that's going through like credit card records. Sure, and, sure, you know, I mean, that's sure. crazy. So I never really did something like that, but I usually try to, you know, tr- do something nice for myself. Um, is what they say to do. Like, you know, when you have, when you do something good for yourself, you know, health wise or whatever, it's like, oh, we'll do something nice for yourself. So today what I did was I deposited a, um, check that my mother sent me. Um, that's right. Cause I can't pay my bills on my own and, uh, brought my account to a positive uh, balance of $27. Hey. So that's what I did for myself today. To I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's quality. So will I. That's good. Mm-hmm. I will as well. Three-way drink fest yeah. to celebrate sobriety. Now, here's what I've noticed. Because um, I, I used to, in, in high school, my, uh, my stepsister, um, she was uh, she's a meth head and a number of other things. But uh, So she was in and out at rehab centers and, and NA and CA and AA, any one of those fucking things. And, CMA, uh, that's another one. I don't know if they have that. Crystal mm-hmm. meth, anonymous. They have it here. It's huge in Hollywood. Yeah, well. Because of be, West yeah. Hollywood, but yeah. This would have been like 94, 95 uh, in Phoenix. I don't know. They may have had that. Probably not. It you, seemed like the same crew of people went to all of them and she, you know, would they'd drag me along. Like, I, I think my mom was like, I don't want you to get into drugs. So you're going to go with her. And um, that's a mistake. Always. Yeah. Oh, it makes terrible. you want to use more. Yeah, it makes you. I was like, I need some stories. No, um, <laughs> never. No, I will. I will say, I mean, it, it definitely I've never done math. Never would. Um, just watching this girl just be the worst human I've ever met in my life is probably enough. Now, I don't think that meth necessarily turns one into the worst person ever, but I just, I don't want to have anything in common with her, I guess is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I did notice that um, they were, I mean, just chain smokers. And mm-hmm. I've noticed anybody who's gone through uh, a program stays a smoker for a very long time. Oh, yeah, And like smokes a lot. Of course. Now, what's the uh, what would you say is the correlate? Did you? I mean, did you smoke before? Uh huh. Yeah, I did. But some people start when they get sober. I mean, the correlation is is pretty obvious. I mean, when you when you take something away, um, a vice, you know, mm-hmm. or an addiction, um, addiction especially, you know, I mean, they're one of the same. You 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 have to replace it with something, you know, and I mean that's a fact. You have to replace it with something. So. Um, what eventually is supposed to happen is you replace it with self-esteem and some, you know, higher power or something. That's what, how it's supposed to work. That was going to be my follow-up, but all right. Right. Um, but for, you know, but a lot of people, you know, smoking's very addictive. So you go off the shit and then you get onto cigarettes or if you, maybe you were already on cigarettes and then you just blow out that addiction because you use that to, you know, I, the thing about addicts is that most people don't understand who aren't is that like the biggest thing to give up that's hard is your edge you know we all drank or used cocaine or did whatever sex addicts game we all did it for Why a you reason point at me when you say sex addicts what's that about sorry go ahead um uh well <laughs> i got the cocaine eyes bro yeah yeah, yeah. oh did you all right, <laughs> yeah. i'll go i'll go back 
<laughs> I'll stay in the sex addict corner. You can stay in the coke corner. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, aren't you guys happy with those labels? It's kind sure. of, they're, both, they're both Negros, sexy. Well, cocaine. Both <laughs> sexy. Um, but, you know, so once you do that, it's like, you know, one of the hardest things for someone in recovery, I think, is giving up an edge. You know, unless you already have, like, settled into a non-edgy lifestyle, like, let's say you already are a dad and drive a minivan or whatever, maybe you'll have an easier time giving it up. But for me, it's like I have a hard time giving up smoking, not only because it's addictive, but emotionally, it's like I didn't I was sober and didn't smoke for two and a half years. And I felt like a complete ninny, you know, like, oh, you right. know what I, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember I remember there was one New Year's Eve and plus I was fat, which, you know, that's the worst thing about not being a smoker. Um, but I remember being at one point at a New Year's Eve party like. It was like my, my second or third New Year's Eve sober. And I was like in the corner at this ha- this banging house party, which P.S. I never went to a banging New Year's Eve party when I was drinking, of course, because whatever. So I'm in the <clears> corner <throat> clutching my bag like and I remember at one point I literally must have looked like, you know, these kids and their rap music like I felt so <laughs> completely uncool. They're also uppity. Yeah. And so I just. Like I need something at this point. I mean, I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not secure in myself enough to not to to quit smoking. I'm also really at this point, I think what the hardest thing is for me is the weight gain. I'm I'm terrified of that, you know, and the electronic cigarettes, it doesn't do it for me. I don't need, here's what I don't, I don't, well, I don't need, know. I mean, you know, it depends on what you tried. I mean, that's the thing is I'm weaning myself onto them. It's work it out, worked out pretty well. But uh, I don't, so far, I'm not so. interested in nicotine. I, oh, okay. I like the way I say nicotine like it has a G in it. I'm not interested <laughs> in nicotine. I'm interested in the chemical burn that I get in the back of my throat from Marlboro Reds. That's when I love. Like, I love yeah, the I hurt. And the electronic yeah. cigarettes don't give you that. They give you, it's like this healthier way of ingesting nicotine. No, no, you can get, you can definitely do that. With really? Yeah. This particular one, this this particular cartridge is almost out of fluid. But I have another one that, that's almost full and I definitely do. Yeah, you with do? a stronger okay. battery and things. They call it, on, in the e-cigarette community, they call it a throat hit. There's a lot of different ways to get that. But, but yeah, I'm, de- okay. I'm definitely the same way. If I don't feel that, I'm like, what? why the yeah. fuck bother? I've tried a lot of these alternative smoking methods and like, oh, well, this is smokers like this or whatever. Eat some carrots. Fuck you. Because I, I'm the same Eat thing. Eat some like, carrots. You've heard that one, right? No. Get little baby carrots. If you want to have a cigarette, you can... Chew oh, on that, yeah, on. and you're yeah, like, no, no, they're no, like, no, well, no. It, it fixes the oral fixation, and there's something that you can put it in your fingers, and it's like, and what it's about healthy. the asshole fixation, yeah, which right. is what you look like smoking a fucking carrot? Well, I think, uh, I think ideally you would just kind of, <clears throat> and then quickly eat. It. I don't know, it never worked for me. Well, but I'm, I'm the same way. I definitely, I need that like feeling that something is damaging me in some way, or I don't know what the fuck. Absolutely, it is, but yeah, I need yeah. the self-destructive aspect of it, yeah. you know. And plus, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't care what anybody says. I think smoking looks cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I still know sexy. if anyone's listening to this, I'll probably get. that's not a sex get, symbol anymore. It kills me. It's, it, it, is used to me. Be. it is for me. It is for me. Yeah. I miss those days. The good yeah. old 50s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just wait till you can buy some Marlboro <laughs> Greens, bro. Everything will be okay. Yeah. But see, that's the thing is I, I, I still can't function very well high. I'm trying to get better at that. Are Marlboros making marijuana cigarettes? Is that what you're saying? No, eventually yeah. they will. I'm sure, I'm sure eventually they have I to, don't, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. I, pot is not a substitute for cigarettes. For I mean, me. but, you know, you know, the smoking, the act, I mean, the, the oral fixation. Yeah, but again, it doesn't really, doesn't, doesn't give the you the same kind of throat hit the, thing. I think if it, if it was like a cigarette where I could kind of take a quick drag, it would give me the throat hit, and then I wasn't, like, insanely high. <laughs> 
But I was just marginally, like I felt marginally drunk. Oh, dude, I would do that 24-7. I'd be like, this is the best thing ever. Right. Like if I could mix smoking and drinking into well, weed, I'd be like, this is awesome. Crazy Frankenstein gold mine. Look, I'm just putting it out into the ether so somebody <laughs> else goes, that is a good idea. Yeah, the, I'm gonna the make scientists that. listening to the show, straight, you inventors yeah. out there. Straight riffing scientists, get yeah, on it. Yeah. <laughs> In the chat room, Jose Chavez. Calling all up. straight riffing scientists yeah, that yeah, should go on yeah, the board. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riffin Riffin Technologies, Riffin Labs. Riffin Labs LLC. I like like, uh, Riffin Technologies. That sounds somewhat legitimate, but just shady enough that you would never... And you need like a weird... You need like a weird, uh, you know, the, the, the... Straight laced white guy. Hi, here at Riffin Technologies, we've been working on some fascinating stuff. Yeah. This is a smokable drinkable. This is... uh. Bro, first they wouldn't it makes say you stop. feel drunk. They say, yeah, you know, I, that's true. They wouldn't. Smokable drinkable is a good name. No, no, because he's got to be human. He's got to be like, hey, I'm your buddy. We've right, got, right. That's true. Oh, we're doing right. some crazy stuff around here. We're really pushing the envelope. All those like buzzwords. They have to right, throw in that right. kind of stuff. Buzzwords. How, Jose, yeah, get yeah. all the information for the scientists. <laughs> Nothing makes me more sick than buzzwords. Or what's the other one that they say um, when you put on a resume? Is like, is it buzzword? What are the uh, like the skill set thing. Well, I like can when you can put little like um, you could put certain words on your resume that will um make it rank higher, like on Monster and stuff. It's called oh, like keywords. Um, maybe it's keywords. I think it's I buzzwords. Know. I think maybe, it's like probably. Um, I've never heard of that. I've never done that. I don't trust Monster. Yeah. Dick. I just. I've never really. I've never. I, had I don't do it either. Those, I mean, I don't even have a resume. But um, <laughs> why bother? The Fuck the resume. It's so straight. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like I don't have. Yeah. I'm not part of that straight citizen world. Yeah, you know? fuck that shit. <laughs> How's your resume? Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But I mean, if anybody needs my resume, I got the, I got the, I, you know. But I am, I am dabbled in that corporate world. Yes, currently. ditto. But I, I honestly like, I haven't had a resume in probably a decade now. Shit, all that, I, saw, I see resumes all the time, son. I process new hires. Oh, do you do? You? I'm looking for do work. That. HR. Well, I mean, I, ain't, <laughs> hey, I, didn't, I can't get you the job. I'm just the dude who makes sure that things happen after you get the Here. job. Right. This one definitely has a throat hit. You want to hold down the button like the whole time. Okay. And then treat it like a regular cigarette. You pull in and then you inhale after the fact kind of thing. Um, that's, there's going to be a throat hit. It's also menthol, but. Oh. Huh? Oh, that's pleasant. Yeah. That's pleasant. I'll, I will yeah. say, though, that it's sounds not... Like a commercial. Changed your mind a little, see? It is a little bit of a, an adjustment in terms of, like, you know, holding it and stuff. I mean, you don't get... It's not a cool hold. I bet you can get aesthetic. You, you get can. The, I mean, you can get smaller versions. It depends, yeah. like... I mean, I, I, I have two batteries like that. I take to work. They let me smoke in my office. So I need, like, a lot of uh, battery power, if you will, because I don't want to... I don't want to ever not have nicotine when I'm at work. So I just sit there all day puffing on that <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Wow. I even, I even is, it yeah. is it healthier? Yeah, yeah. Actually, nicotine is not that bad for your system at all. It's the tar. By itself. It's all right. the other shit. Yeah. And the radiation. Tobacco, the tar. All the crazy shit. They, I mean, back in, I want to say, 97, 98, there was, a, there was growing concern of, of fires from cigarettes. And now you don't ever hear that. Fires don't start from cigarettes anymore because they'll put themselves out after like 30 seconds. They so do put themselves out more. Why? Is that a chemical they, they added? Yeah, they added a bunch of chemicals oh, that yeah. will distinguish the fire. And it's like now you're burning in anti-flammable chemical agents. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like I didn't realize They add that. in all this shit. It's like, I mean, I get it. Whatever. It, it uh, Clearly, they've done a great job. I mean, kudos to Marlboro Technologies or whatever. But, uh, you know. So how much is an electric? That's like, what, a hundy? 
No, not at all. No, this whole the whole thing. I mean, uh, the two batteries with what they call cardamizers here. You get five of these, uh, two of these uh, charger uh, carrying case. You can get for like thirty five, forty bucks. Okay, and then how much? Or right, well, let you, me let then me. Then you drip fluids like these little juices, and those vary, but like generally speaking. Uh, like the one that I, I bought a 30 milliliter thing. It's a giant fucking deal. This holds 1.2 milliliters. So, uh, I bought a 30 milliliter bottle for eight bucks. So uh, do you know, generally speaking, the cost between like the cost difference between just buying like, you know, a carton of cigarettes for the week versus the electronic cigarettes? Electronic cigarettes would be way cheaper. Really? We're talking again, a 30 milliliter bottle. I mean, unless you're literally a chain smoker. That would easily last you more than a week, easily. And we're talking eight, nine bucks. And you buy them on the, online, so you tend to buy more, like buy them in bulk, right? Um, Maybe so, it's something to think about. I mean, I so I basically mean, have I have like some tobacco flavors and stuff because I was trying some stuff out, and it's just you know some of them I like, some of them I don't. They have like fruity ones. I have a blackberry so, lemonade that's really good, but you're not actually that. putting tobacco in that. No. Oh, okay. You're so dripping, it's a liquid. You're dripping this 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 juice. It's like a. They call it PG and GG, or PG and VG, and one's You're like a vegetable one. One's like more of a chemical one, but basically, yeah, it's <laughs> chlorophyll, it's more like chlorophyll. Like it's, it's just basically. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, it's, that's not going on the board. It's just, it's just nicotine kind of stuff. So is it yeah. but now on on a health level? How is is it bad for you at all? Uh, there's actually they did a New York Times story like last week. The liberal New the, York Times, how dare you? Oh, goddamn liberal elitist. And they actually were talking about the weird hypocrisy on, say, uh, the left and the right on both sides, where it's like, smoking is bad, smoking is bad. And it's like, well, here's a safe alternative to smoking. They're like, no, that's bad too. And, um, <laughs> and it's like, no, but this really helps actual smokers quit smoking better than anything else because you get the throat hit. You get smoke coming out of your mouth. But why would you, you end up nicotine. quitting? Why would you quit? Because you get all your nicotine fix. Like, again, I'll sit in my office all day and, and smoke an electronic oh, cigarette. Oh, you're saying the quit, get off cigarettes, but you're not yeah. quitting that. You're not quitting. You're not going to quit no, nicotine. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> now, what about the aging? Now you're just crazy. But that, I can also smoke like in, a, in the middle of a bar. Can you though? Yeah. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, you can because they. It's not because no a. There's emissions. no like nobody can smell it, so that's the first off. But I can see it. You fucking. If I go economy. like, if I kind of go like this. But the but the the um the gas the gas the smoke isn't toxic. What is that? No. That's vapor. It's vapor. The fuck is vapor? Like water vapor. You going to use some kind of queer? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what about homos we got up in this motherfucker right here? I mean, I'm sure I should probably do some research on this, but I'm just wondering if what is the like? Does it still age you the same way that smoking cigarettes does? Does it make you lose, you know, gain weight? Yeah. Well, like no, because actually, no, because the weight gain comes from that nicotine is actually an appetite suppressant. It's also doesn't it? I I, I heard that smoking cigarettes burns about 150 calories a day. No. Okay. I, I don't think that breathing, no. that's just breathing, man. I mean, br- not breathing. No, yeah. Yo, how many calories am I losing right now? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, I, that it speeds up your metabolism or something. Like no, that. It's, it nicotine is just an appetite suppressant. That's really what it comes down to. And I've noticed that at work that uh, as since I've started using electronic cigarettes, I don't take lunch till two o'clock and I get there at six. So 
Like I'll go okay. well over half the day and then be like, oh, I should eat. I really feel I like you've, you've got me kind of sold on this. Yeah. I don't mean to be, you know, I'm just saying it's, it's been working pretty well for me. And I'm like, I'll still smoke. I mean, I still Yeah. Well, that's smoke. what I was going to ask you. Why still? Why I'm still buy the regular half cigarette? and half? Okay. You know what I mean? I'm still, again, I'm sort of weaning myself onto it. Uh, and I've done like experiments in, in a sort of sense where I'm like, okay, tonight I'm going to go out with just my electronic cigarette and a backup battery that's fully charged. And I'm not going to smoke any regular cigarettes and like see if I can make it. And uh, I've done well. Like, you know, I've, I've made it. I just, I still, I like the taste of Marlboro Menthols so much. So oh like, my God, they're delicious. Yeah. So it's like if I could find, this is the closest one I've found that, to Marlboro Menthols. It's very, very close, but it's just not quite there. It's not, it's not as heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely. not, that's the thing. I do like the heaviness of like, you can literally feel the smoke, like the yeah. The smoke, and I love that thick, you know. I love it. I love smoking. It's Again, there's there's ones that are, like, more powerful. There's different ways to get uh, more vapor. Uh, I haven't gone too far into it as far as that goes, but that's kind of what I'm thinking, too, is, like, I'm going to experiment with some other things. I'm sure I will find very shortly a solution where it's, like, it's easy to refill the shit, gives me plenty of smoke, uh, battery lasts longer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so eventually I'll find it. But But I'm close. And it's it's worked out pretty well. It's worth looking into. Well, what's great, you know what I really like about it is no one bums off you. That's the I mean, thing. I am so sick. You know, I am, because I'm like a real straight up addict when it comes to, because I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but ever since I quit drinking and doing drugs, the little things I do have, like coffee and cigarettes, I will, before I take care of anything else, like before rent gets paid, I have coffee and it's accoutrements and I have a carton of cigarettes. Those yeah. are my number one priorities in life. So I'm one of these people that always has cigarettes on them and right, I, I right. get punished for that. Right. I mean, yeah. I must get yeah. out of a carton of cigarettes. I must give away at How least a half a How fucking annoying is it when you're almost, when you're damn near broke and somebody gives you shit about buying cigarettes and you're like, dude, you don't understand. You wouldn't ask me to give up food. Well, like, I, you know, I'll tell like, you something. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is that I, really where you go? It feels that way. In fact, I have given up food for cigarettes Absolutely. Many times. Absolutely. I would, if I had a choice of eating or smoking in a day, I'm going to choose smoking because I know yeah. I can get through the Absolutely. day without, without eating if I have cigarettes, but I can't get through a day without cigarettes. But you, I, I really hate yeah. people who... Wow, that's crazy. I really hate the general thing that, um, ha, that, that, right. that has happened with society. That, uh, that one's freshly filled and everything else like that, so you'll get a lot more smoke out of it and a lot more menthol. It's beautiful. Right? Pretty it, close. It, it, it's close. To, it almost feels like a pipe, right. except you get does. to inhale, which does. I like. Um, I really does. hate the um, general universal hatred towards smokers and how everybody, there's such a black... Uh, cloud over smoking. Why well, gotta be a black cloud? See, I'm jumping in for you, Ty. Good job, bitch. There you go. Well done. I feel like I'm, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna get some stuff in a minute no, here. I feel like you're bored out of your skull. No, I'm no, I'm great. This is a fascinating conversation. I I am. I, I've yeah, never uh, I've never had the urge or craving to smoke cigarettes ever. I feel like I have fresher so breath. Now, this is weird. fascinating to hear this insight here. I think it's good. Go I'm on, also go, addicted go to those liquid mints. By Continue the way, to hold well, forth. I feel like I buy those bitches in bulk. Like the I fucking the hundred box. I keep. Obviously. I keep the little liquid mints everywhere I go. So I'm I, addicted to those as well. Perhaps this could open up the conversation for Teddy, who is a non-smoker. But I, I, 
what is the deal where everyone feels like they, the they, they right. can jump on the non-smoking bandwagon where they feel like it's fine to tell to to lambast anybody who's a smoker and be like, you know, that's bad for you. You got to fucking quit that. Blah, blah, blah. I, like, why I, does everybody I think they can do that. that? If he doesn't, I have an answer for that. I think I think one of the main reasons why it's easy and so prevalent is that. Even the vast majority of smokers will admit that, like, yeah, 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 I'm trying to quit or I've tried to quit. So it's not like you're attacking someone for something when they would otherwise be able to mount some kind of really solid defense, you know? And well, that's really- my problem with it. It's like, that's why I actually think it's worse because everyone, this is my problem with it. Everyone knows, smokers and non smokers, everyone knows that smoking is bad for you. Right. If, and, and really, really bad for you. Like, we've really demonized it. So if you are continuing to smoke, you've either made a conscious decision to continue smoking or you are mentally or actually physically trying to quit. So but anybody this coming I, up... This is, where I, this is where I think it goes one step further. I think it's more than that because everybody knows that eating uh, fucking buckets of, you know, KFC every day would, is bad for you. You know, everybody knows, like, fast is food it, or... <laughs> All right, probably not for you. You got a different metabolism. It's, you're okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I mean, I understand, but, the- but I think what it is, honestly, I think it's it's that you can take as a as a non-smoker, you can take that high uh, higher horse route of it's not just bad for you, but you're also killing me. Like if you could eliminate the secondhand smoke fear, which is stupid anyway, like it's way, 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 way overblown. Yes. Jesse Case does an amazing if, bit if, about if it. You're, if we're in a, it's if like, it's the eighties and we're in a rock bar and you are surrounded by smoke, okay, fine. But we are but at even, an outside patio still, at the fucking Grove. Even still, a Prius driving by you gives off more emissions than a club full of cigarette smoke in a right, night right. or in a fucking, you know. And that's the thing is, I don't, I don't know that you could necessarily point to so and so died strictly from secondhand smoke. I Could can. you do that? No. Larry Stansfield, 2007. I don't know who that is. And you should. And, why, not, and how, how do you know? How do, oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I was thinking like, no, I mean, because I, I would immediately go like, how do I know that it wasn't, you know, cleaning products or fucking car emissions, which have gotten much lower over the years? Well, I how mean, do you know, it's not a number of, of things course. that we've cut out. But I think. But I Stanfield never cleaned a motherfucking thing in his life. And his nails could tell you the story. But that's what I'm saying is I think that because of that, because they have this weapon of like secondhand smoke is bad for me. So you, in your selfish life decision, are making my health suffer for your crazy addiction. And you know it's bad for you. So you're stupid and inconsiderate. I think that's why they can take that. And this is this is where I get angry about it. This is where (laughs) I get angry about it. Well, even forget about it. Even if the even you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and argue facts of who died of secondhand smoke. Blah blah blah. I can understand facts. I can understand that if somebody's like, look, I don't care if it if it. I don't want to be around your fucking smoke. I totally get that. But like, for instance, I have a lot of anger. Um, about people who abuse, for instance, you know, like people who are going to eat a lot of like McDonald's or Diet Coke or and they abuse their health and they they end up possibly abusing the healthcare system, which affects me, you know, or people who do, um, you know, scams like insurance scams that affects my costs. It's like there's certain things like we this isn't a communist society like we all suffer in a way from somebody else's 
you know, if you're a, a completely contained person and you don't, if nothing you does negatively affects another person, congratulations. My samples are not working tonight. What happened? Man? What, the, what was that on. supposed to be? Sam, supposed Sam to Jackson. Be, uh, yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can fix that. It sounds like you drowned know. all of the yeah, samples. Yeah, it sounds like they're all fucked up. I, I mean, no one that seems ruins to be. All my fun. Sorry. No one's yelling at uh, you know people who are abusing the welfare system or unemployment. Well, you know what I, I mean? Disagree, actually. A lot of, uh, lot of Republicans. Have you been to? Yeah. No, but I'm talking about Republican? on the street. It's like well, I again, get accosted oh, on the street. On the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. street. You well, know, and it's like it's tougher. No, I, I mean, there's I think, no. I think that if it was happening happening actively. Right. Like if I mean, if you, you knew can yell, who it was, you mean? If like you know I, no, was, I guess if, I'm saying actively, like right at that moment, somebody is taking money that, sh- like, if you put, you know, that le- take a penny, leave a penny, have a penny, whatever mm-hmm. jar. Like, if you put a penny in there and then somebody immediately fucking just grabbed it out and put it in their pocket, uh, it was a penny, but whatever, something like that. I think there would be a little more like, hey, you know, confrontation stuff. I think in a, you know. If it if you just smoked in your apartment, and that's really what the whole anti secondhand smoking campaign is about, like, oh, you want to smoke? That's fine, but you take that shit outside and now down the street, and you get in your car and you close all the windows, and you can die in and there. And you kill yourself. Yeah, Turn like that's smoke the, I mean, you know, on Hollywood uh, six months ago, like all the restaurants along the Hollywood Boulevard here, I can't I can't sit on the patio and smoke. Right, I'm like, I'm on the, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. you have to go out to the sidewalk. 25 feet. Not yeah. even. No, five feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. once I hop over their little fence, I'm five feet from where I was. Yeah, but dude, that's, that, I mean, that's what a safe is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the invisible cancer barrier. That's, that's yeah, see, that's not about health, in my opinion. That's about people just don't like the smell of smoke yeah, and just they cunts. want to use yeah, that. Yeah, people being yeah, fucking right. uppity cunts. No, right. absolutely. And but, that's, but yet I have to sit on, you know, it's, it's, this is what I get angry see, about. It's, it's too, like, I, I have say, to it's sit too on bad a, you don't drink because there's a place called the Tiki Tea. You been oh, there? Oh, of course. Uh, and you could smoke inside because yep. it's owner operated. Yes. So I tell my friends, Dragon don't worry, it's, o- it's owner operated. So there's an invisible cancer shield when you walk in. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when the owner's there. He has this power, this anti-cancer shield. So it's also tiny, good. which is, but yeah. you know, I feel the same way, and th- this is where people, you know, we the fights happen. But it's like you won't sit. <laughs> fights happen. F- fights happen. You won't sit on a patio, <laughs> on an open patio, at a restaurant that you chose to come to, mm-hmm. and sit on the fucking patio. Mm-hmm. You won't. Be, you can't stand my smoke, so you're gonna have. But I've got to listen to your fucking one year old who shouldn't be out of the house or even off your fucking breast cry the entire time I'm trying to enjoy my overpriced lunch. Like, it's that shit. It's like, I get it. You know, you don't want my smoke. I don't want your fucking crying baby. Right, right. You know, you're going to bring a baby on a plane? Good. I'm going to light up. And let's all fucking have, you know, a happy flight. When I first started smoking, you could still smoke on airplanes. You're old. I have smoked. You're really old. I have smoked. Well, I actually smoked at an well, airplane was, 10 was like years thir- ago to no, Europe. I've been like, yeah. I was like 13 or whatever, but it was like, I had to say, smoking from Phoenix to Texas was... Kind of balls, That's one of those, right? uh, yeah, that's one of those things you just feel, okay, I well, yeah, if, get, you, if you leave the country, I understand international bit, flights, it's okay, right? Or something like that? Or like maybe if it's coming the other way? What it, is you, the I don't think you can anymore, but when I flew uh, internationally in 99, you could. I've heard that there, maybe it's just some other Maybe some sort of rogue North Korean airline, perhaps. Oh, shit. Well, you'll never be on one of those. 
Did you guys see, by the way? Did you guys see? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That was very matter oh, yeah, of fact. Yeah, dude. By the way, they don't like, like black she's, people. Like she's no, no, no. I don't, not, it's not black. It's You'll a, never find that on camera. They don't like people. No, they don't like nor- nothing that isn't North Koreans. Did you see North that? Um, I'm still in. That docu- it's not a documentary. It's like a travel guide uh, thing on Netflix about North Korea. This guy sneaks into North Korea and does a whole like travel guide. I've heard thing about on it. it. Never saw oh, it's it great. Is it good? Is it's it amazing. Good? It's amazing what uh, what it is. I learned more from that than I had learned about North Korea. In, well, you see, you know. this is the problem. You're smoking those 72s. Smoke those things way too quick. I had that. I, I made know. that same mistake. I actually smoked the exact same amount. If I get the seventy-two, I I for the well, last the thing six is like months, I I found once I switched to hundreds, I smoke a little less, not a lot less, but um, I'll have an extra cigarette maybe. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 not about. It is it is more convenient when you're like I'm gonna step outside and have a cigarette. You'll be back in like an extra minute. And, and a it's half. a dollar. They're a dollar a pack cheaper. Well, like oh, the carton. Yeah, oh, okay. the carton of seventy twos nice. is like forty one bucks. Oh, okay. All so right. and a, you know fifty five. When they first came really out, nobody was like nobody's doing that. They were all like. Same price, so I didn't. It wasn't really worth it to me, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I smoke the same. So uh, now uh, I'm gonna move on real quick. The uh, Teddy, I I think I sent you this on Facebook. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. The Yo is this racist site? Have you seen that? Uh, I had a brief brief chance to check it out, but it seems pretty fucking genius. And you're right. I really wish I was sitting there. I was reading. I was like. I, I wondered, I wondered, like, if you were secretly doing this. I was like, just didn't tell me because you were like, I'm still getting the content together. I don't want everybody, you know. Yeah, I don't want to tip my don't, hand. Don't put that on the blast yet, you it's know. Made us though. Because I it's, wish. it's very much, it's written the way that you talk. Thanks, I appreciate that. It's very, uh, very similar like, to your style. Excerpts so I will, I'll go can, ahead. Uh, this is, yo, is this racist This is how com. Mitch thinks that I sound. I mean, if you just listen to it. Um, Ham Tramick. Here, I'll even zoom in on the text so you can kind of see stuff a little easier. Uh. Asked, I'm using this color standard in a sock I'm designing. Will a sock be racist? And he wrote, oh, shit, that is just racist as fuck. <laughs> uh, um, anonymous asked, do you feel like you've opened a disturbing window into people's racist souls? Yo, every fucking second of every day, yes. <laughs> Say that. Uh, yo, every fucking second of every day, yes. See, that's you. You, could, you very well could be these. Uh, <laughs> anonymous asked, I have a black friend who was raised in a Hispanic part of town. He doesn't do anything really black besides eat fried chicken. In fact, I should actually ask what your response. Oh, you can't see the response from there. So I'm kind of curious. I'll have your response and I'll give his response. He doesn't do anything really black besides eat fried chicken. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> like, like it's in yeah. this long riff. Yeah. 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 Uh, I digress. That, that having been said. <laughs> I digress would be too good. Uh, yeah. When I have uh, insulting thoughts about him, they're usually anti-Hispanic ones. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Does this mean... I'm hating on two different races or just the one culture that he seems to embrace. Am I a double racist? Fuck yeah, you're a double racist. <laughs> that shit is real easy. You got to hate on a man for a race he doesn't even belong to just because he's associated with them. You're double racist. What's the difference between racism or do you see a distinction between racism and stereotyping? Um, I would see the difference in stereotyping. I mean, I think stereotyping is a, a basic part of human existence in the sense of the brain making associations and classifications and categorizations just so you can quickly process people. I feel like the racism then comes when you then can't do the work to disassociate that sort of primal instinct from actual real life experiences and such and doing and having the ability to sort of empirically process the world around you and be like, 
oh, that's a black person who threatens me. That's that. That's that's not like I shouldn't fucking you know what I mean. Like if you start doing those kind of things, if you follow that impulse down that rabbit hole, then that's where the racism comes in. As opposed to, I get stereotyping. You know what I mean? Because right, right. at some level, that's a basic so it's like a, you, cognitive function. To some degree, it's basically thoughts versus action. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Because I, I mean, I, I guess I am. A, I mean, I don't know. It's like I, um, put judgment and stereotyping on all different races and genders and and all that kind of stuff uh and but i don't you know i don't know where actual racism comes like for me i guess where i sort of draw the line is is like am i going to i see i guess for me is i don't really have an issue with pe- the things that i stereotype for people like if 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 I feel like black people are so always just a comfortable racist, oh, well, like cool. it's like if I feel like black, black people are generally <laughs> late or something, you know, What's I don't. That? If I feel like black people are generally late, let's say, I don't really have anger about that. It's just something that I think. So I I, I guess I wonder where um you know is racist have to do more with hate? Is that where it comes? Well, in? let's I don't, say let's say let's say you're um you're inviting two people to a, to an event that you want them to be there at seven thirty. Do you tell the black guy 10 minutes earlier? Uh, if it's important that they be on time, I don't invite him at all. Okay. okay. <laughs> Boom. Well, there's a difference and between stereotypes and racism. And there it is, right there. there. That um, is. You know, at, you know actually, Rican, uh, Teddy was like the first episode we did of this show before Teddy was the co-host. Uh, he was our first guest. And uh, he was supposed to be here at like 6.45 or something. I, didn't or no, I, I thought was the like, show was didn't even start until like 8. Yeah. So he was uh he sh- he he showed up quite late and uh it was fine cuz the first episode wasn't a big deal. We didn't have a set time yet. And um and you the first thing you said was, "Yo man, CPT, CPT, <laughs> CPT." And yeah. that's uh color people time. Well, it's it's funny because I'm I'm always late. I'm chronically late. So, you know, it there's a lot it's of tongue things. In cheek, bitch. There's plenty of white people <laughs> who like fried chicken and watermelon and who are late. Sure enough. You know what I mean? So it's to me that who doesn't isn't like a fried chicken, thing. by the way. I mean, really, who's like, nah, fuck other than fucking uppity vegetarians and shit. But I'm not going to assume like, OK, let's say we don't really know each other that well. If I were going to invite you to an event, I'm not going to not invite you because you're black if I need you to be on time. But if you're but if I know you and I know you're chronically late. That's something I attach to Teddy, not that I attach to black people. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No, that's you know, what I'm saying. No, nice. I might say to my friend, well, he's black, like as a joke, you know what I mean? Right, but right. but I, there's plenty of black people that I know who are very punctual. So it's not, you know, I don't, I just, I, don't I wonder if I am racist or not. You know, it's like I, I don't like, um, or I get threatened by trashy people people who don't seem to have a lot to lose like they feel like you don't really hobos. maybe they're not not even like hobos but like i actually white trash is like my number one like stay away okay way okay. more than anybody else like I, I i'd feel more comfortable like you walk in and like hold on let me clear the beer cans off the couch and you're like i'm just gonna go yeah like baby in a bar shit you know what yeah, I, mean? I think yeah. white trash is its own very interesting pejorative but I like, first of all, how we didn't even uh, give the answer. Of what the oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He said, uh, yo, if you routinely have insulting racist thoughts about your friend, then yeah, you're at least double racist. Ah, that's good. We're both on the same page, double racist. Um, I was uh, going to say, I think... He w- starts off things with stuff like, oh, snap, yo, things like that. It's very, you know, when I ask you a question on this show, you're usually it's very like, yo, let me break this down. <laughs> that, yeah, you will throw a yo before a statement. Like if it's like question, you're like yo, 
<laughs> what is up with Blake? Is that, you know? yeah, is that how I operate? I'm just saying. When I read when I read this, I was I was like, this seems like Teddy's secret project. Mm-hmm. He didn't want me to know yeah, about. Maybe so you tip my cool. hand too early, Mitch. Uh, I was gonna say white trash though. I think is an interesting uh, cultural colloquialism, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no real. I mean, it's like there's no real equivalent to it. You know, it's a real special thing because it's never like black trash or brown trash or Asian trash. Well, that's the thing is that we've talked about this before. It's like there's those racist fucks that are like, listen. No. You know how there's white people and there's white trash. There's also black people and then there's niggers. Right. And like, which is, fucking, which is, I, which I, I, I feel you. like if in some way, whenever someone uses white trash, it, it automatically gives the entire game away that goes back to the Confederacy. And it, before that, which is basically just class as opposed to race. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's weird. And it's a weird thing that it's this unspoken elephant in the room whenever someone says white trash, where it's like, it's, you really are just basically acknowledging like, well, I mean, like you motherfuckers is poor. So fuck you. you know no, it's not. Well, it's not about, I mean, but like white trash usually is associated with like the lower, I mean, you know, like, I mean, the Beverly Hillbillies were all about what if you gave white trash a shitload of money and they kept exactly. being white trash, lower socioeconomic white people, basically. And sure, then, sure. you know, those sort of well, cultural. Yeah, norms and it's, and there's, norms. there's no it, that there's no mistake on that, because I think that people who, you know, there's plenty of people who uh, have class and don't have money. But I think generally speaking, people who are, are, you know, have to put scraps together for their supper, so to speak. The last thing on their priority list is manners. You know, like if you're worried about how you're going to eat, you're not worried about how you're going to pick up a knife and fork or whatever, which I am. I am. I am. By the way, I I, one of my biggest just uh, grinding pet peeve is definitely rudeness. Yeah. Right, I try to be very cognizant of all the time. Like I try to be like, shit, did I do that? Was I rude here? Was I rude there? Like if somebody like uh, rude here, rude somebody's there, like stands rude, you up, rude. you know what I mean? That kind of shit where somebody's like, oh, yeah, I just totally forgot. And you're like, we talked yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know, or like they, you know, three hours, four hours or something like that. No call, that kind of stuff. That's, that's it happens in Hollywood a lot. Is you know, that's very well, rude. And, and it ha- but it happens, you know, at the DMV. Like if you like I yeah, dread going true. to places like the DMV, so to speak, because the people that are working that are being paid to work there are extremely rude. You, know, oh, yeah, you call unemployment, yeah. they're so rude. I mean, and so for me, it's like I don't, I don't have any sort of classification of like I hate black people or I hate Hispanic people. Like I have no, but I do. But hate, if you work in a in a small government office, or yeah, I hate people who are are are, are rude and trashy, yeah, and that yeah, can be fair. any race, color, yeah. religion, whatever. And so it kind of spreads along for me, you know, like uh, across the board. So you know. I sometimes wonder if I am technically racist, which is why I ask, because I don't really know what the exact definition is. But Well, I mean, you're not applying these negative, uh, these negative statements. To, you're t- applying it to a personality. Yeah. Like a personality trait, which is and not... And sometimes it's a judgment it, on like how someone carries themselves or what they're wearing. I'll make a judgment like, okay, they're this kind of person. They're this kind of Hispanic person or black person or white person, you know? Yeah, when you met me, that was like the first thing that you were like, hey, what are you? Were you a goth? What's that? And I was like, oh shit, I'm getting put into a box. What's going on? Like, Right, but I mean, but as from personal experience, I don't have any sort of issue in any way with people who are goth. So there's no, to me, I mean, coming from me, that was not like... No, a, I know, I know. I don't know I just, how to judge I just, you. I'm just, 
I just didn't no, know I'm what your thing like, was. Like I, I look at you and I'm like, okay, do you are you into kink? Like my look, my first initial impression of you is like you fuck dirty. Like that was my. I don't know right, why. Yeah, okay, you know something fair. about the piercing and the hair and whatever. Sure, I sure. just feel like you. Well, actually, like, I, that was that was uh, was a bit I did for many years. Was like I was I would when when you know straight lazy yuppie type people would come up and be like, why all the piercings? And it's like, well, this isn't for you. This is. This is like the fish on the back of the Christian kid's car. You know, it's like just so you go, know. People look at it, you're not a Christian, you're like, why the fucking fish? But but other Christians are like, Oh, dude. Yep. You and me, bro. Yeah. You yeah, and yeah. me. Yeah. You're down with the J C. And so I was like, I like freaky bitches. Right. And they look over to dude who's you know, I had a mohawk for many, many years, up I until earlier this I can year. See there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess you can. Um, you know, piercings and things like that. I have far fewer piercings than I've had in years past as well. And it's, I mean, it's a siren call you right. know, for the crazy bitches right, and right, the freaky right. bitches. And so, yeah, absolutely. I right. do want to put out that impression. And also, it's actually, I was going back to what you were talking about earlier, when you're talking about that edge, smoking and things like this, same kind of deal. It's um, like, I, you know, I dye this little piece of red in here because I'm trying to grow my hair out, but I feel so fucking straight laced because it's at that stupid length where there's just nothing interesting I can do with it without fucking up the trying to grow it out process. And so I throw some color in there and it's like, okay, now I have a little bit, like I feel right. a little bit disconnected from fucking being some yuppie asshole. Hoo-ha. Right, right, right. Right, right. Well, and it's interesting how this actually kind of ties into the whole thing because, you know, there's positives, there's positives in altering your image. Like, like basically we all, we all alter our image, whether we know it or not to sort of attract or be treated in a way that we would like to be treated. You know, um, for instance, I mean, it, it sometimes it can be so subtle. It's like I don't wear skin tight clothes anymore. I used to. Uh, I have no judgment around people who do. I just don't. That's not how I want to be looked at anymore. At some point in my life, I guess I did. I mean, it's not really like a fully conscious choice. But, you know, what you're feeling on the inside and the things that you want to get back from society you will often reflect in the color of your hair, the length of your hair, the clothing you wear. And the same thing goes for, you know, racism, so to speak, where it's like, yeah, you can't change the fact that you might be Hispanic or black or Chinese, but you certainly, I love the way I throw Chinese <laughs> as a fucking race. Sorry, Asian people. Um, sorry, Orientals. No, I'm joking. Uh, but, uh, but <laughs> my dad, he, my dad actually, uh, we, we were doing a podcast for a little while. Where I called him on Skype and, like, I still don't understand why I can't call Asians Orientals. When did that happen? Why did that happen? I was like, The same listen, time midgets like, became little people. Yeah, yeah right I was like, I was, you know, he has this whole thing, this anti-PC rant, you know, why can't I say this? And I was like, nobody says you can't. They're just saying that by doing so, it's clear that you haven't taken the time to give a shit if people are offended by that. Right. And Which that is, says its own, that's got its own connotations. And maybe you don't give a fuck. He's 60 something years old. He doesn't give yeah, a fuck. It's a shit he's my dad old says, school, yeah. like, yeah, he's yeah. an old school Italian guy from New Orleans. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he does not give a shit. But, it, you know, it's like, what, do you, what am I supposed to say when he tells me, why can't I? And I'm like, I didn't say you couldn't. You know, and he has this whole thing. Right. He's like, I didn't say you can't wear a Tasmanian devil jacket. Just know that if you do, you're going to be looked at in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, and it's the same exactly. thing. It just all ties in. It's like I smoke because I I want to be looked at like I have some edge. You know, if you're wearing a Tasmanian devil jacket with leather sleeves, know that you're going to be looked at in a certain way. You know, don't don't think you're going to be looked at at the, sa the same that the guy's wearing the rugby shirt. You know, it's like 
you know, but pe- I love when people dress a certain way, like the people who have tattoos all over their face and head and they're like, I just want to be treated like everyone else. And it's like that you're yeah, just yeah. you're not. I understand your plight, but it's unreasonable in this lifetime. Sure. sure. You know, if you're somebody, you well, know, that's the thing is I, that's the thing that kind of it fucks with me, especially just again, living in Hollywood uh, only because going to the bars around here, I'll go to certain bars and clubs and it's it's like these guys that are, you know, 22, 23 years old, just covered head to toe in tats. And it's like, and I'm just going like, really, you made that decision now? Like you're you right. at 20, what are you, you know, it's like, unless you're all, all tattoo artists, then okay, I guess. Cause that's one of those jobs that you'll always be able to have. You can do that till you're 70. As long as you can hold a damn pen, you're good. Um, but I sincerely doubt they're all tattoo artists. There's probably, you know, in a band or something like that. And it's like, that's a real shaky industry right now. I don't know that I would be uh, right taking yourself permanently out of the opportunity for uh, working in an office anywhere that you don't have to wear like a suit that would cover up everything. And I would stay away from those neck tats because, right. you know, that kind of thing. And it's 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 an interesting kind of thing because it's like they, you know, obviously all the women flock to them. It's like, ooh, it's bad boy, you know, tattoo Certain everywhere. Women, I do not do that. Uh, the clubs I go to, believe me. Right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. 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 Uh, well, now I'm sure. Yeah, not all the women. Otherwise, I'd never get any women. Um, I guess I don't. So maybe <laughs> let's go ahead and go with all the women. Um, but that's you know, I have a few tattoos here and there. Most of them are hidden. But you know, I don't. I don't have this overwhelming desire to be like, oh, I'm going to cover myself with tattoos. I probably would if I felt far more comfortable. Uh, in whatever profession, you, you know, oh, yeah, I mean? like if I, I mean, I technically could. I'm a web designer, and it's every time I've worked in any kind of corporate environment, and the suits come in, and then they'll they'll see me, and they're like, at first, like, oh, this dude, especially when I had the mohawk, like, you got a guy with a red mohawk, and you know, I had uh, a spike piercing in the a vertical. Uh, I don't even remember what they call it now, but basically, I had a, a piercing in the middle of my forehead. And and then the two spikes on the side and things, you know, the gauged ears. And it was like, oh, this guy's crazy. But then they'd be like, this is our designer. And they'd be like, oh, oh right. You got a pass. I would expect him to look that way. Right. That's how those artists are. So, right. like, I technically probably could get away with, like, a shitload more tattoos. But it's like one of those. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm 33 now. It's sort of start at some point. It starts to look like I'm all, hey, kids. Right. Right. I'm, I'm with y'all. You know, like, I'm hip. I right. Get, well, I can get down. I can get down with y'all. I always so did. I, I always do look at the, you know, multiple visible, visible tattoo people and go like, wow, because, you know, I don't couldn't. I'm so glad the tattoos that I considered getting at 18, 20, 22. Right, right. God forbid I still had those. I mean, I am so glad I didn't get those. But, you know, it's well, it, like a, 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 you don't like the, the Tinkerbell on the ass cheek look. And all I was that? never yeah, a Tinkerbell right. girl, but there was a period of time where I very heavily considered a tramp stamp, which was not considered a tramp stamp then. It yeah, was sort sure. of a new place to get a tattoo, you know, or the back of the neck. You know, I there was a bu- one bunch the back of, of my neck, actually. Yeah. I always wanted a star of chaos, like kind of like somewhere in the back of my. But anyhow, who doesn't love the star of chaos? Right. I yeah. mean, I'm I, it, I'm a big Guar fan. I would get the Guar style Star Chaos. Oh yeah, that'd be badass. Yeah. With it, where it's like it looks like it's kind of broken away. I actually considered getting one of those myself, and uh, I and I, I actually had badass, a uh, I had a uh, I had even drawn up and everything this really badass looking Baphomet um, when I was probably nineteen, maybe twenty. I'm gonna say nineteen, and I mean I had it all good to go, and I was like, all right, we're gonna go to the tattoo shop. And then it was just too much traffic that day. I was like, fuck it, I'll go tomorrow. I just never went. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, now I'm like glad. I'm like, I would have had 
the upper half of, well, not half, but like a big chunk right up at the top of my arm, this big black and red Baphomet. And, you know, and then I'd have to defend that all the time. It's like, I kind of got it as a joke because I like evil shit. I have three sixes tattooed in the back of my head. Nobody could see them, but it, it was the same kind of thing. Like, it's a joke. Hey, Teddy, could you do me a huge favor? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you just want to put some ice in there and grab uh, the 12 pack of Coke Zero and the bottle of vodka, then you don't need to get it anymore. Speaking of white um, trash, I love the uh, vodka and cherry Coke combo you got going on. It's pretty badass. What do you mean white trash? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, vodka and Coke to me, or vodka and any sort of like soda, um, other than like, you know, tonic or something like vodka and, and uh, Mike, my friend drinks vodka and root Thank beer. You, sir. And it just, to me, it's just so, it reminds me of those days of like, all we have is vodka and I just oh, am going to mix right, it with right. whatever's in the fridge, you know, like Fair. vodka and Gatorade. At or, least this is not a plastic bottle. No, this no, is glass. no. Yeah, no. Good. Totally. Brand name no glass here. vodka. It but just so happens that it tastes really good. The tattoo at an early age thing is, um, I kind of have to respect the, like, okay, I'm going to live with the choices I make now. Because, I mean, like, we were talking about college earlier. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, there's a lot of people that might, that would say, oh, really? You're not going to go, you're 20, you're, you're 18 years old and you're going to opt out of college now. You're going to make that life decision now and possibly set yourself up for only being able to work at a shoe store or a convenience store for the rest of life. Fuck really, yeah, I'll be a cobbler. I want to be a cobbler. My dad was a cobbler. His dad was a cobbler. There's a His difference between a cobbler, a cobbler and working at Payless, but you know, I hear what you're <laughs> well, saying. Well, I'll start at Payless and I'll build my own cobbler. Cobbler is a trade. A trade. Do you go to? I'm do a, you go to college? I'm a, I'm a tinkerer. But, you know, I think the tattoo thing can be equated with that. It's like, oh, you made a decision to get a full sleeve at 21. Sure, I made the sure, decision not to graduate sure. college. I now, almost you, think a full you, sleeve you... is, a ba- is a better choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Teddy went to college. Teddy did the full I went to college. Shebang. I just didn't graduate. You, you, you graduated, full, right? Full, yeah. Full, yeah. full, full, full four-year shebang-a-bang. I did that. Far away places. Yeah. It's an interest. I don't know. I guess. Would you so, have preferred a tattoo over all that college? See, I've also <laughs> never had the desire for a tattoo ever. That's never been a thing. Well, you I can't like... really see it. So yeah. no, I but I there's mean... a stereotype. Not a lot of black dudes in tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them, but I mean, this. I mean, obviously, yeah, we've all seen pictures of Mike Tyson, but that pot, that pipe is hilarious. That's I have the never seen anything pipe. like that. That, that awesome? is fucking awesome. Can they see that? Yeah, yeah that probably. fully what it is. Yeah, the it's uh, a, it's a, it's a, a pipe with a with a mustache on it. <laughs> We usually have the guests take a picture after the show, whether they smoke or not. And some of them are like, my family will see it. I'm like, all right, fine. But like, if you want, we can take a picture after I the fact. I can't do it. I, you I don't have to. to you know, obviously, there's no. No, I know. Smoke, but but I, just kind of. Then you get the mustache. But all good. Understandable. Yeah. yeah um, no, by, all, by all power. By all, more power to you. What were by you? all means. I scored drugs for somebody earlier this year. Mm. And uh, I've always kind of like been kind of loosey-goosey about my sobriety and stuff like oh yeah i'm totally cool but whatever and i went i took it way too far this year i went and got ecstasy for somebody and ever since then i have been a lot more anal uh about the things i do in sobriety so i'm trying to like not fuck with it now why why would that particularly fuck with you it doesn't seem like i mean again i'm coming from a from a non-addict yeah well i mean i'm definitely an addict on a number of things but you know um i uh I guess I, I still follow that thing of like, look, if, if I can still function and it's not, uh, you know, I'm not losing friends or jobs over it, then I feel like, all right, I'm good. Like oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm, 
I'm sure that it, if I took one of those, are you an alcoholic tests? Everybody, would... every, I've got such an issue with those. Yeah. Every single person that's worth anything would get yes on all of those. Okay. I'm sorry. But yeah. well, I mean, I definitely bullshit. pass them with Flanco. It's like, do yeah. I, do I, do I need to drink to have a good time? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm it's like, ahead. have yeah. you ever lost work? Have you ever thrown up? It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what if we- I was getting to the point, I mean, there was a time maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago where it definitely was like, okay, this is because I was working from home and I would wake up and pour vodka into my coffee and then just stay drunk the whole day. And I was doing that for like six months. So, I mean, that was, but I was going through a real time, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, look, so you do that like, for six you know, months, it's fine. You do that for six years, you might want to look at it. Yeah. But, you know, people so, don't. So, I mean, yeah, I know to like, me, I go, when I get to that point, that's where I know, like, I'm no good. But I will say there's definitely, you know, it's definitely more difficult for me to go, say, three, four days without drinking than it ever has been before. But... I don't need to get drunk every few days or right. every night or anything. But, you know, it's 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 more and more difficult for me to just go out and if there's alcohol around, not have it. Well, so in I, that I, regard, there's that addict sense, because that's the thing is I always told my friends that were, you know, friends of mine that were like coke addicts and things like that, where like that that whole C.A.N.A., a lot of those things, all they try to do is remove the people in your life that offer it to you. And I go, well, then you haven't really solved the addiction. You just took away the easier opportunity. Now, if they're still going out of the way to find it, you know, that's one thing. But if all you did was take that away, I don't feel like you fixed it because they need to be able to say no. And if you can't, then I feel like there's a problem. And that's where I feel like to some degree I am with alcohol. But well, I, I, I don't have, a, have an overwhelming desire to change it yet. I have a couple things to say on that. Number one Please is do. you don't ever fix an addiction. There's no fixing it. There's no cure. There's no fixing it. So the idea behind removing so to speak. And the program doesn't really tell you to remove the people in your life. I mean, sure. Should this you not now, be, should you not stay friends with your dealer? Probably not. Okay, yeah. But that's because his main motivation. This was, this was like, this is 96 and, and I didn't know that much, honestly. Well, there's Just different. From what I know, yeah. know of my stepsister. So it's coming from a place of extreme ignorance on that regard. Just what there's, I know of it, that's what I remember. So, there's different schools of recovery. I mean, a friend of mine just went to uh, Texas and went to an AA meeting, and uh, they were they talked. They literally said in the beginning of the meeting, "We are here to deal with our addiction to drugs, alcohol, and homosexuality." You know, I mean, they there's so many different things of AA all over the place. So, you know, that's what you I, stand up and like, I got to have dick. Right. Fuck y'all. <laughs> just go home. So there's all, you know, obviously, but you know, my, from, from my perspective on addiction, it's like, you don't ever, you know, if I, if I, yeah, the only thing that you work on in recovery is how to have the tools to stay away from the first drink. Right. And something like, you know, because once you take that sip, you're off and running, you know, if you're an addict, really. So, uh, and and by the way, I want to say that there was a, a few things that I um, learned in sobriety, which is that I thought um, my hangovers were mostly to do with the fact that I drank a lot the night before. Um, what I learned is, is that is not true at all. I get just as hungover if I eat too much sugar the night before and don't get enough sleep. I get the same thing. I, I won't throw up, but... The majority of hangovers a lot is lack of sleep, as lame as it sounds, um, or you know, like the heavy sugar intake. So depending on what you drink and what I've sleep actually you I get, heard that I have oddly enough my uh, let's see my sister's ex husband's father in um, 
told me the same thing. He was like, I don't get hangovers because I don't put sugary drinks in with mine. Yeah, I just I mean, drink it with water. He like just puts a little true. water in with his what? rum or his bourbon or whatever he drinks. He'll just put water in there. He's like, no hangovers. It's all that sugar. That's so, true. Yeah, and that's... lack of sleep. But, you know, the idea that in this culture you should be able, like, I don't, I, I mean, if I, I think people who could really, if they're a drinker. Wait, theoretically, then you wouldn't be able to get, you couldn't get a hangover from beer. Or does beer have a certain amount of like no, alcohol, high fructose sugar? No, 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 no. Alcohol turns into sugar in your body. Ah. So even if you're drinking straight liquor, you're still going to have an element of it. But if you're drinking um, with mixers or fruit juice, you're greatly increasing your oh, chance sugar, of bro. having a, you know, you're greatly increasing. If you're drinking copious amounts of vodka straight, you're going to have a hangover. He's probably saying I have two to three rums no, a night. No, he's an alcoholic, but I mean. Right. Okay. So fine. <laughs> some people don't get hangovers. There's yeah. some Body. people biologically who don't I, get hangovers. I, I, I didn't until maybe four years ago. It was right. the first time I got one. I was like so pissed because I was like, man, I was, I like was a magical boy for a long time. I was like, never had a hangover. Bring it on. Uh, then I got one and they just, uh, I think it has to do with how quickly, you know, how quickly your liver can process or maybe your pancreas or whatever. Can now to be fair, I didn't really even start drinking until I was 21, 22 anyway. Like I didn't, I mean, the first time I got drunk, I was 21. So, I mean, that could, that could very well be. I was almost done drinking by 21, but. (laughs) So many people I know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the other thing I was going to say is, is that like, you know, if you're in your head about like, you know, do I have a drinking problem? Do I not? It's like. In this society, you know, if if drinking is an option for you, like you drink, you don't not drink, right? It is almost literally impossible to, in my opinion, to go to a bar and be like, oh, I'm I'm actually just going to opt out of drinking tonight. You guys drink, I'll drive. Like, that's crazy talk to me. To me, it does not mean you're an alcoholic if you can't go three days without, if, I mean, I think you can drink every single day and not be an alcoholic. I know Amen. people who drink every day and are not alcoholics. Yeah, my mom was like that. My right. mom, my mom had had Church. two, three glasses of wine every single night of, of her life, as far as I could tell. Yeah, you, I mean, always. You I know, mean, if you're an alcoholic, alcoholic, you pretty much know it. But getting, I think what I was, I don't know what I was originally talking about. You were saying something about, um, oh, removing people in your life. Or, oh, about the ecstasy thing. This is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was saying, so, why was that the uh, like such a a thing, thing yeah. for me i you know it's interesting i didn't the reason why it happened is because i didn't think it was going to be a thing i was like what's the big deal i'm you know this many years sober i was seven and a half years sober at the time i feel really solid in my sobriety i there's not a chance in hell i'm going to take this pill um what i should realize you know what i do know uh, about myself is that no the, the you know the chances were probably pretty fucking slim that i was going to take that pill that night but that kind of behavior um, will event could eventually most likely will lead to me eventually going out. But you're okay. saying in a sense, maybe that, that you didn't have any visceral reaction to it, that you were like, no, this is just normal. You were worried that, oh, shit, once I consider this normal, then it's not a big deal. And on and on that kind of thing. No, you know, OK, it's complicated and I don't want to bore you guys. Um, but but alcoholism is a disease of the brain. It, it has to do with your thinking. Drinking alcohol and taking drugs is a byproduct of that disease. It actually has almost nothing to do with alcohol. It has to do with a particular way of seeing the world as a disease of perspective. So alcoholics see the world in a certain way, which usually causes them to abuse drugs and alcohol. That's the best way I could say it. 
Um, it's like these no coping mechanisms. Like they see the world in this like kind of like horrible, awful, everyone's against me way. And then they don't, you know, in order to I deal with their emotions. Go, well, I'm done. Right, right. <laughs> Shit. And in order to deal with their emotions, they tend to drink and use. That's just a general aspect of it. So if or I do allow. comedy drink and use. Right. Comedy. Yeah. Think, well, that's I another think that helps. I think but, that helps a lot. So anyway, the, you know, if I allow my disease, so to speak, to get in the driver's seat and allow me to do things that make me feel like I am no longer sober, like score drugs, you know, it's like I'm, I'm basically taking a step back into that world. It would be like if you were addicted to BDSM um, and you'd been out of that well, world that a long look. time. <laughs> I saw that. And I saw you go, your eyes immediately roll over here. I saw. I saw. I saw that. Teddy. And then you go to a sex club, and all of a sudden you are. You're looking you know, at me again, Teddy. I see it. I see the <laughs> urge my, to look my, up. You're like, I better look down. I'm going to look at. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the notebook. Uh, you know, if you go to a sex club, you're basically putting yourself back into. It's the ritual aspect of it. Sure. You know, sure, drugs absolutely. have a lot of ritual to it. Yeah. You know, I never was really into cocaine as a, as a drug, as the high, but I love the ritual of cocaine. I love getting it, putting it on the mirror, chopping it up, snorting. I love all that. So it was almost like going in, you know, and I was a big ecstasy person, huge. So the act of, you know, I got almost got the exact same excitement like I used to when I was going to go and do E that I got going to score it. Like I remember getting ready to go to the dealer's house and driving over there and walking in and you see all the kind of people that you see at a dealer's house. And then you go into that back room and it was like all the rituals and he put it in my hand. And as soon as he put it in my hand, I was like, fuck. And it wasn't because I thought I was going to take the pill. It was that my psychologically I had changed over to I'm back in this world again and now it's going to be a matter of time before I'm going to want to start to use again. That's fair. So that was it. But I didn't think it was any big deal. I was like, what's the big deal? I don't feel like I'm going to do it. So I can continue going to sex clubs then? I I don't think anyone should stop going to sex clubs unless it's ruining your life. They'll stop till you get enough, Mitch. Yeah, no. I would be funny. That would be funny if I was like called you one day, Teddy, I have gotten enough. Of what, Mitch? (laughs) I got to go, man. Like... Sex? No, no, not sex clubs. <laughs> sex clubs are uh, crazy. It's it's difficult as a as a straight single man. Uh, sex clubs don't want you. It's mm-hmm. that uh, it's the downplay of the it's the uh, the downfall rather of of my uh, my gender. I always have to like find somebody who's who's like open minded. Then you have to like ask him a thousand questions. Like how open minded are you? Like we walk in and. There's like four people fucking and sucking. Are you going to be like, okay, I need to leave? Are you, you talking about you taking know, somebody to that? Like you a have date? to as yeah, a guy. Yeah. I have to. Well, sometimes you can pay extra and go by yourself, but a lot I of times it's a hog fest. Dollars. What is yeah, that called? Yeah. A creeper fee? Yeah. Well, that's like, no, that's, that's like no, rich. Vegas is like a hundred It's like bucks. a rich not... old dude. Yeah. I mean, there's like the nude the pools and shit. The green door is like, you know? the green door I think is like 95 for a couple, 120 for a dude. It's not a single dude. It's not that much more. Oh, okay. So you can just buy a mid But then you have to look around for what they well, call. Was that an established Then you have to look around for what they call the unicorn. And then you're, then you're Right. And yeah, yeah. I mean, no you're good. better off going with somebody. Yeah. You gotta. Even, you even gotta, if they you, don't want to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Teddy up. in the in the sex clubs, the unicorn is a a single a woman in the by herself. Yeah, who wants to fuck somebody, which is about as common as a unicorn. That's right. So there you I go. I got the context clues, man. Uh, okay, I'm down. okay, I'm down with the community. I, I was know more, I was more for the listeners, but I thought I'd give you because you hear that, Jose. I I wonder <laughs> if. <laughs> 
I'm sure there is. In fact, I'm 100% sure there is. But I would love to know about uh, a sex club that's, I guess, you know, where they screen. So when you were to walk, if you're going to, you know, usually, I'm, I'm 100% sure they do like I private parties. I know several of them. Yes. Right. But, but you know, who's doing the screening? It's like, I, I was approached by these group of swingers and they were like, yeah, we do these private parties. I wouldn't fuck any one of them. But it would right. be great if it was like all. I like, have uh, I have some friends in Long Beach. This couple they've been together forever. They're both just gorgeous. Like one one the the female of the group. She was a model. The male he was a male stripper, and he's still built like like a house. He's just big. He's my personal trainer actually. So uh, which I know doesn't speak much for him if you look at me. But I'm just saying. Not a good walking. Resume. I uh, I do I do trust the man with muscles. Um, anyway, so he, he knows like all kinds of things like that. And he has the same thing where he's like the, both of them are very skeptical of like, listen, we got to see what you're, what you're working with for. We'll go in. But they're swingers. I don't understand. You know, like they're not so much a swinger couple. I don't even think they've been to one of those things in a long time, but they're open-minded enough that they would go to one. They're actually, they're, they're now they're more like basically relationship counselors, basically. Because they, they, I mean, they were on Doctor Drew like a month ago, like giving advice to couples because he couldn't, he didn't know what the fuck to do, so he called them in. I guess right. I don't know. I have it on my DVR. I haven't actually watched it, but it, they were there for the whole show. So I was like, that's pretty impressive that he he let you guys come on and take over. Right. So uh, anyway, so they're they're just you know cool people, very open minded and stuff like that, and they have the same thing. But he's many times told me different places and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's definitely and there's a there's one. Um, friend of mine told him about, a female friend of mine told me about uh she was kind of the unicorn she went with a male friend of hers too and she was telling me she was like people just loved me there and i was like yeah because you're the fucking unicorn right like you been, have you have you like, are the bell of the ball yeah you have like triple d tits a big ass you're blonde you're down to fuck you brought a male friend of yours so he could get in and like all you really want to do is play with uh the women and you know, naked, like you had to stand there naked and, and you know, finger two girls at the same time. You like, everybody, lay the lay. why wouldn't everybody love you? You get a free pass, you do whatever and she you want was to talking like about in uh, in Palm Springs once a year. There's this big, like, uh, two day festival thing, I'm sure. And uh, she was she was saying that you know, there's different places in this, it's kind of like a, it's like a miniature community for like two days, mm -hmm. and there's private areas within that. That yeah. you get access to, so I imagine it's probably like there's. You I mean I'm sure you got to kind of like scoot around. Sorry, you creepy old dude. I'm gonna go over here into this, you know, this area. And, yeah, you uh, got, you got to have a lot of patience for that because you have to kind of weed through. Yeah, I was really hoping to become friends with that girl because I was waiting for like, oh man, if I just you want to be her dude. That yeah, goes I want to go. I want to go the next year. I've I got, couldn't do it now. Like I, I don't feel comfortable walking around just naked. Like I feel real weird about that. But I think if I like you know, hit the gym for a year, I'd probably be like, okay, I'm, I think I might be able to do that. Like I might be comfortable with that. But Although I'll say, you know. I think there's some real personal power and, and probably growth in getting naked in whatever state you're at. Like, I think it would be probably really freeing one, even though it's like kind of horrible to think about. Like I have thought about going to a nudist colony for a weekend just because I would, I want to get more comfortable with my body Sure. You know, I mean, we all feel, I mean, unless you're working out all the time, there's been very rare periods of my life where I'm like, anyone could see me naked and I'd be proud. You know, right, right. I mean, once you hit a certain age too, it's like, you know, but I think there would be something very 
personally freeing and and expansive for me to go and just walk around naked um in front of people and just why haven't you just um i guess it's not top of my priority list dude not into it or what's my dude yeah um he would not be into that no he would not be into it, which actually leads is me. He, is he like, is he also the same way about his body or he just doesn't like, that's just not his scene or what's the deal? It's not a scene. He, he, if you I, said like, listen, I'm just going to go to, you know, Black's Beach or whatever for a day. He would, I, would I he be think, like by yourself? Would he be like, no, 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 fuck way. that shit. No way. No like way. He, he'd be also kind of, Even I don't if know, if like, jealous for me. It's I gotta not do jealous. This. It's just got to feel proud about he myself. He doesn't feel good about it. Like he doesn't like. I don't know. That's I, I, we've talked about that on this show before. It's like I've never understood I mean, I the mindset of like when you go like, and I'm, I'm certainly not saying anything negative about him. I just don't understand the mindset of like that. That uh, maybe it's because I've dated too many porn stars. I, I might, might be the thing. It's like I don't understand that mindset of like nobody else gets to see this girl naked. Well, you know? I actually I don't, don't know think that, that I don't know if that's what you're, what you're saying. So I think I just, if I had if 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 I had been um, impeccable in our relationship in terms of trust, uh, it might be different. But I think there's some issues, actually I'm sure, there's some issues on his end with trust that are very earned. Right, so okay. I I don't know that it's so much that he would necessarily have a problem with it. Like if we had been dating the time we're dating and I had just been a solid fucking person the entire time, he would probably be like, eh, you know what? If I think it would be more about like why, what's your reason behind doing that? But... Um, if he was really convinced that my reason behind doing that was not to fuck other dudes, I don't think he'd have a problem with it. Oh, okay. You know, it's not so a possessive thing. So it is. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so really it's a more, paranoia, like, I don't want to say jealousy, but a paranoia. I That's think fair. it's That's a, fair. yeah, I mean, he's got, uh, I can definitely understand that. Grounded. He's no, got I, a very real reason to feel. Sure, sure. No, um, I mean, that's the same thing. Me. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I had a, a girlfriend many years ago who uh, became a stripper while we were dating. And I just don't, I, I have a problem with stripping, not because, oh, you're shaving off naked body. I'm like, well, it's a trap because you make all your money in cash. So it's not going to the bank. You're not going to fucking save it. Don't pretend you're going to save it. You're going to buy a bunch of shit as anybody would because you get it in cash and it's not, the government doesn't look after it. You know, there'll be taxes on the shit and you're making hand over fist. Oh, they don't have direct deposit? Yeah, right? <laughs> really? They don't do that? That's shocking. You can't just swipe the card and... Right. Uh, Eventually so, it will be like that. Right? When yeah. are you going to get the, the ass credit card scanner? But, um, and so it was that kind of thing. And um, so it, it it got to a point where it was like dudes were calling her while we'd be like having sex. And dudes yeah. would call her and be like, hey, you working tonight? And I'd be like, you just interrupted the love. So you could talk to some dude <laughs> who wants to fucking stare at your pussy for two hours a night. And it's like, look, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, like I'm, I should definitely be way more important. You should definitely not be answering your phone they, in they, the middle of this I, shit. See, I think they definitely shouldn't have her number. See, that's the thing. It's like well, she had to be fair. She'd have two cell phones. I mean, oh, she okay, had the stripper okay. cell phone. And right, the fucking, right. But I mean, even still, it's still like you don't need to answer that. Right. Let them right, leave right, a goddamn right. voicemail. You know, it's like I, so I did, but I did get that thing where I was like, it's not so much that people are looking at you naked and think of sexual thoughts or hitting on you or whatever. It was like I had started to feel because at the time also I I was in between jobs, um, <laughs> unemployed. <laughs> so I was uh, I call it between jobs because I'm still a freelancer. So I still basically would freelance, but oh, I just wasn't good, making baby. that much it's money good. while I'm freelancing. But I was uh, you know so. It was like she was paying the bills. And it's like, so I felt like a piece of shit anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think on top of that, 
her bringing home the bacon. She goes to work and it's like, I know that there's got to be, you know, she can talk all she wants about like, I don't talk to dudes coming in. They're all scum or whatever. But it's like, don't tell me once a week, you know, Fabio doesn't walk in there. Somebody just who just looks gorgeous, who's just hanging out. And he seems like a normal person and you kind of get along with and whatever have you. And you could kind of see in your head or whatever. You know, it's that kind of, and that's where I started to feel like, okay, this is, uh, that's where I, I got kind of that paranoia. So right, in that regard, right. yeah, that absolutely makes sense to me. Um, and she never, I wouldn't really say that she gave me any real reason to, to distrust her. Um, you know, but, a you little know, bit, but that not kind of stuff, too much. That you know? kind of stuff kind of goes in the category of like, what is cheating or emotional cheating? Because, you know, I, if my boyfriend says, you know, if my boyfriend has a questionable interaction with another girl, he could not have sex with her, he could not touch her, but he could behave in a way that would make me just as upset as he is if he had, you know, fucked her. Right. And right. I feel like when you're, when you're t dealing with, um, you know, dating a stripper or dating a, a porn star or da even dating like somebody who is in a business where they need to flirt you know, for their business. Right. It's like, that's always a real gray area because it's like, look, I just, it's not that I think you're going to oh, cheat that, on I me. I think that's why a lot of like Hollywood actors and actresses, that doesn't last because there's so much on screen romance. stuff. Yes. It's like, we better practice that kiss or whatever. And like you're, you're working alongside this person that you're supposed to be in the movie romantically linked with for six months and you're in Tahiti or whatever the fuck. And it's like, how does shit not pop exactly. off? Exactly, you know, I, you know so, yeah. for sure, exactly. So, I mean, I think that, you know, between that and just... Because you got love back home, baby. Right, of But course. that's not, you know, that <laughs> not, none of that matters. It's no, but like, there, yeah. is, there is a weird sort of, because I've, I've had that situation where, where it's like, and I, I mean, I think that definitely women make it more emotional. It's like they, they're, they tend to be, they would tend to be more upset if you were cuddling with a woman than if you just fucking fucked her in the mouth for a couple minutes. Like... Is that true? I, I, I don't know that I would be more upset. I would be equally as, as upset. Okay. See, we do actually right. have a real life female here to differentiate. But I, I have to. But no, but, but that's still, my point still stands. That's pretty close. I mean, you know. See, I don't get into like loopholes with that kind of stuff because I know. Sin is a from, sin is a sin. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing is there, there is about, that gray area. And it's funny because it's, there's been times in my life where I've fucked around with girls who were like, let's say married. And they'd uh, let's say <laughs> married. Let's say just married. let's just say just, you know, look, as an example, just as a throwing it out there. And, uh, you know, it's like stuff's rocky or whatever. And like, maybe I know, maybe I don't know. It's never been anybody I did actually know. That's I will say that because I do have a moral. I do have a moral high ground of that. It's never like if I know the guy like he's a friend of mine. Never. That's that's where you draw the that's, line. Yeah, you're well, like, because now you I do coke, not heroin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Well, uh -huh. come on now. If you're no, I'm with you. My, I'm with you. One's my argument, like, right. my argument is like, listen, you made that decision because th this is that what I'm getting to is because that gray area. It's like, listen, if 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 you made that decision in your head with me or whoever, you know, I'll say me just for the purpose of this argument. If they made that decision with me they'd make that decision with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And moreover, it's a weird thing, and, and it seems to be, I don't know if dudes do this, they might, but chicks do this thing where there's some point in the middle of, like it's just, it's like, you know, there's stages to, to sexual activities, like the make out, mm -hmm. and then there's the fucking groping, and then there's the fingering, or the blowjobs, or the, 
and then whatever. And I'll argue stages start way before that. What's that? I'll argue that stages of sexuality can start way before. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm saying that there's still, you know, stages where it's like certain times that uh, that's where as a guy, you you get this thing where you go like, like you you have to trick women in a sense, because it's like, oh, everything was going great. We were making out. She had her top off and whatever. And then we were about to fuck. And she 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 had to go home. She was like, oh, I have to get up early. And you're like, what did I do? And you never talked to her again. And you're like, what? What was the, what happened in that fucking because I was ready like as soon as the, you know, fucking I fucking starts like I'm good. Like, OK, we're ready. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so it's weird when chicks turn that. But anyway, my point is that they will do that thing where they're like, no, I can't. I can't. I have a, I have a, I have a husband. You know that? And it's like you just have my dick in your mouth. Like, do you mm-hmm. think that if if he knew or even let's say we made out or whatever the fuck. Like at what point do you, it would not sound better to him to go back and say, listen, uh, things were getting hot and heavy with this guy, but I decided to stop it for you. How fucking insulted of a human being would you feel that they were like, the only reason I didn't fuck this dude is because I knew you'd be angry. Like, like I feel like that's just as bad. There are some people out there who, after they went through the emotional process of the hurt and the anger, would settle on that as being a good thing, I guess. No, yeah, they're still going to be pissed, though. I mean, you're still going to be, you know, whatever whatever thing you're trying to avoid them doing has already passed. Uh, I'm gonna, that's fair. I'm gonna I will agree, give you that. That's I'm going to disagree saying. with that. Um, Please do. I, I definitely think that there are men out there that, a um, couple things on that. First of all, because uh, I've been in that position many times. And a and couple things. There are men out there that may not even... They just want to know, bottom line, did you fuck him? And when you can be... You can say, no, I did not fuck him. And they're like, that's it. Done. You know, fine. That's all they need to know. They don't ask details. I can explain this, but please go on. Okay. Then there are... Then there's also the element, which I think is probably the more of the driving force, which is that she is not ever planning on him finding out. The reason why she is stopping at the place where she is stopping is because that's how far she can go with and still be able to look her husband in the eye. And that is that's where that's where the line delineation is, is that because and, you know, I kind of have to blame the guys for this a little bit because we are as women, we are sort of trained or taught or whatever that um, whether it's directly said or just implied that like, you know, sex is the the final frontier sex is the golden ticket sex is you know and and we're taught that way by you know if we blow a guy he may call us the next day but if we fuck him he may not call us again you know it's like this this feeling of like i only call if they swallow that is that is the line that is the line in this modern age i mean you have to update your standards right right? gotta have principles you do I mean, otherwise, what else you got? It's anarchy and chaos. You can't have that. Sorry, go ahead. No, so I mean, it's 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 really about. I mean, there's many different reasons why people may stop at a certain point. You know, I know my reasons have been different with different men, but you know, I think it really probably generally comes down to the fact of I don't want to go all the way. If I go all the way, I will feel so guilty. You know, I maybe can. I I think conceptually that I can lay next to my husband and look at him in the face and say, I love you knowing that I did not have another penis in me. You know, there is like those kind of things because you do get sort of trained to think that sex is the end all be all sex is what men really want. If you didn't give him everything that he wanted, you're not, you're not as bad. You know, a lot of times women want to, I think I, yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely see that you're, you 
I, what I, I guess what I'm saying is I think that the, when it comes down to as for men is that thing where they go. Are like, they going to care? Right. It's like when you when they Probably say like, not. did you fuck them? And they go, no, I didn't. And a guy goes, OK, that's all that matters. It's really they're like, listen, I still have this fucking terrible pain in my stomach. But I can at least think to myself, I can make up whatever I want. I can make up whatever happened. I don't want to know more details. Right. Because actually, I think what it comes down to is, I think, and I, I don't know, Teddy, feel free to jump in on this one because I have a question about, uh, get a male perspective. But I feel like when it comes to men, really what it comes down to is, did that guy please you more than I did? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what it comes down to. It's a fucking dick waving contest. That's why they'll See, ask I, about like size or like, did you come or did you? Are you sure it's or, not also a lot of times about? Uh, it's did a that dominant guy thing. It's a dominant thing. Piss it's on a, my hydrate. I mean, a lot of times it's right. a property, but a what's territorial I'm thing. And so, in in a in a sort of way, in in a sense, because I've had you know I've had open relationships. I have a girl cheat on me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And to some degree. <laughs> It's a weird part of me that will excuse it if they will tell me on their own accord that the sex was terrible. I'm like, okay. Or if he had a small dick or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of like, all right. Like, in the end, I sort of won. Because I'm like, yeah, well, you yeah, know can you can get better that. from this vending machine than that one. And that's what matters to me. And it's like, it still sucks. Don't get me wrong. But if I found out that she fucking squirted, then I'm like, damn. But it took me like if, six months to get that to happen. Right. And this motherfucker, first try, I'd be like, I'm devastated. Like, right. you know, if, if I found out he had like a, a bigger dick, I'd be like, oh, Jesus, I can't, I can't. It's so it. funny because, I mean, that's completely, obviously, all ego because, I mean, there's it so absolutely, many times. It's I've, definitely a pissing contest. And that's the firehider thing. But I guess what I'm saying is I think that when guys go, oh, did he fuck you? They can hold this thing where it's like, well, he didn't fuck her. Right. So she doesn't know how good he is in bed. So I'm still better. Like, I'm still yeah. better in bed than this guy she didn't fuck yet, theoretically. Well, Teddy, and also I think on? it's like a, a measurement of, like, how much, you know, she didn't, she gave me the full package. She didn't give him the full package, so therefore I am, like, I, I dated a guy I, once. I guess, but I mean, again, I still feel, I still feel like it's about the pleasure. It's about who's the better man, like, in bed. Because you I still want to, I don't know, way, Teddy, jump, I mean, jump I think, in real quick. I'm curious. I, mean, I think I'm, I don't know if you've had. I mean, I think I'm a yet. weird. Uh, I mean, as a early, I guess, as a teen and shit, and the formative years before it could really like mean anything with like a deeper uh, adult kind of connotation. But like the emotional ramifications were still there. That shit sucks. I guess I, I guess I don't. I've never really had that that fucking thing again. We've talked about this before, Mitch. I guess I'm weird in that sense of like I don't. You're weird I wouldn't in really, a lot of sense. I wouldn't really care. Like I wouldn't really care about who you were with beforehand sexually or whatever. That would never be a thing. Like or like if you if I was with somebody and they cheated on me or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no need I can't I can't uh, even begin to think about the conversation that would be like, well, did you like fuck him or whatever? Like if I thought the trust had been breached to the point that I was even having to say that, I'm out. That's fair. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? That's, That's yeah, how but I live curiosity kills no, the cat. No, don't give a fuck about curiosity. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Fuck about you're with curiosity. a you're with a girl. You're with a girl that you were for sure was all about you, and you've been with her for a number of years. And you love her. I mean, you right. love her. You're into this. This is this is some serious shit. And you find out that she got like drunk at a party. How it always goes. She got drunk at a party and made out with some dude on the couch. Now, is it fucking over, or do you got to have a talk? 
I mean, we probably have a, have a talk, but it might, okay, it's now, probably going to be over. Same. Well, really? Okay. I'm saying same situation. You find out that. Well, like, I mean, how did, how did, they, they, how did fucking I find went, out? They went fucking how anal. How did I find she out? Told you know you. I mean? she, she told you. She told you. Or her friend fucking has video of it or something, you know. Whatever whatever irres- irrefutable proof you need that all that happened was they am made I me like, right, Am I me right now? I am. Yeah. You're no, you now. We're done. Well, okay. We're done. I got time. Well, I mean, you're not you right now. You're you plus. Several years with some girl that you you're yeah, very we're much done. you love. We're done. All right, well, we're done. I don't got time for that shit. Do you know what I mean? I got no, time no, for that shit. No, I mean shit, I do, but at I don't the have same... time for that shit. What is like? What is she gonna say? Do you know what I mean? All right, you are her. You're Someone underestimating her. the that the, you might be in love with this woman. I am not underestimating. No, that look, at all. Uh, let me Actually, just uh, let me give you a, let me give you a practical because here's the thing: is like practical uh, a situation, practical application of that is that uh, it, it unfortunately. And I hope it doesn't happen to you, but statistically, it very well will. Where you're just you're you're head over heels for this girl, and you're sure that she's head over heels for you, and, and she could very well be. But some shit went down. She was maybe angry at you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, something happens where she's like, "Look, I need to do this right now for myself," and then immediately regrets it and goes, "Oh fuck, what did I do?" And she genuinely is sorry. And then you have to make this weird judgment call where you have to now. Go through your head and separate what happened from what you can fucking deal with, and it's unfortunate, but that's that's the reality of it. And that's I get the reality, dude. I get it. You think that's not my that's my that's been my entire approach since I was I'm done. I don't have I don't have I don't have the time, nor the patience, nor the trust, nor the. So there's nothing that could excuse a girl that you're with that you love kissing about years. Yes. Yeah. So nothing they okay. can excuse her kissing Why? a dude. Hold Why, on. dude? Hold what? on. What am I gonna listen right, to? Go ahead. Let on, me let on. me pose <laughs> something else to you. Let's go say okay. So when you some... people are putting a lot of fucking emphasis on love. Okay, but okay. So you. I'm so, just saying time. She said love. Let's be fair. You. Put, I said you were really digging this girl. She you, used the L word. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So you, okay. So let's say the girl gets drunk and makes up with a guy at a party. There's a lot of. Sh- it's not like she's having a great time with her friends and it's all about her girlfriends. All of a sudden she turns her head and there's a tongue in her mouth. Like the chances of that happening are pretty slim. So I, I, sure, I, really, if you break it down, you think about it, there's a lot leading up to what happened that oh, yeah. made her actually kiss this guy. So Which let's say why I'm very dismissive. OK, so let's say she didn't actually kiss him. Let's say everything fucking else happened, but their lips never touched. There was the same flirting. There was the same innuendos. There was the same whatever. Are you still done? I, don't, well, how, I mean, what am I finding out? Because yeah, she tells like, me? I'm, I'm curious now because I'm like, how do you how find do I, that how out? Do I would, find she, that would she say that? I mean, I don't feel like girls would ever say that. I don't think they Who's would go, listen, I feel really guilty. I was flirting with this guy and I was going to do it, well, but no. I decided not to. Like, why it, would you find not, out? I mean, I have a weird time entertaining hypotheticals with no basis in reality. Is all I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure that's happened. I'm dare. I, I'm I know for a fact. Sure I know happened. for a fact that it's happened that women I've been with have been in that situation. And probably went further, but I, I also am like, why would I ever? Why would I find that out? Well, the, the reason I'm asking well, is just like, why would I? I would But I'm I'm not asking on a practical level. Sure. I'm asking on a applying the theory that if she kissed this guy, I'm done because it's it's what I'm wondering is. Is it the is it the manifestation of what happened and the concrete thing of like, oh, you kiss someone, I'm done, or is it? the actual action of going through it that final step or is it the fact that like that's what i'm wondering it's like let's say you found a maybe there was a youtube video or maybe your friend told you intimately what was going on you know but she did there wasn't actually like a physical manifestation does that is there make a difference for you on that what if she's an actress 
and they had to kiss for a, a scene. scene. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Right. So, I mean, it just fascinates well, they me because... they had to practice the kiss, Teddy. It's just fascinating to me because yeah, it's what, like, what do you, I, I what don't... Do you, I mean, like, again, like, if we're going to take, take one example at a time, if we take... I'm just wondering no, what you're just, breaking up with. Are you breaking up with the physical manifestation of the yeah. flirtation, or are you breaking question. up with the flirtation? That's a fair no, question. I'm breaking up. I mean, the flir- I mean, I'm breaking up with the flagrant, I guess, disrespect. Okay. I suppose. See, is I the kiss a, disrespectful, or no, is the flirting the disrespectful? I think, I think, because I, because uh, I'm doing much. 36 episodes or so uh, now with Teddy. I feel like I think where where Teddy's coming from is he's going if you're if you in in your mind would let yourself go there and do that despite me. The kissing. No. Whatever. Whatever it is. You emotionally broke off from Teddy for just a fleeting second. How can he ever trust you to not do that when it's more serious down the line? Uh Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Man, I give. If you kiss, all it means is that that just gives me a chance to do it clean and walk away. Gotcha. Okay. See, that's what my question was. My, if that- you, if you, because then if you do this thing where, like, if you confess to me this, or I saw some YouTube video, or your then, friend tells, then I you have or- to listen to a lot of delicate sensibilities yes. and shit. Yeah, I got to yeah, listen yeah, to a lot fair, of feelings, and I got to listen to your justifications, and I got to listen to you do a lot of exposition. Okay. But it's the same. And answer. I don't give a shit. Like I don't give a shit, but I have to listen to it because I care about you. Yeah. If we're talking about your scenario, I have to listen because I care about you. But when you're done, it's over. Like, I don't give a fuck, really. Like, I'm only listening to you because I care about you. If I didn't care about you, I would have fucking walked away a long time ago. I'm basically the only reason you get a chance to air your side of the story is because I give a shit. But it's the now, same now, answer. Uh, yeah, is you it's still the same, same, same answer. answer. Okay. It's the same okay. answer. Okay. I'm just giving you a courtesy that I would not give to other people. So the only real difference between the kiss for the girl is that if you actually kiss them, that's a concrete action that somebody could hang their hat on rather than it's a lot harder to get caught for flirting. Oh, we don't basically. have nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, if, I had, if, I, if, I, if they're like, we don't, what do we have to talk about? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do we have well, to see, talk about? This is the thing. This is, this is why it's tricky for me. And I think why I was saying there's all these weird nuances because I've had a number of like open relationships. Mm-hmm. I've had casual dating. I've had friends with benefits, which I fucking hate. Fuck buddies, whatever you want to call it. I've had what? any I number of why these you hate things. That. I'm curious. <laughs> I, I, I don't really like the friends with benefits thing. Because all friends have benefits. Everybody in my life benefits me. Mm-hmm. Every, every, my cat benefits me. I mean, yeah, every, I think that specifically means sexual benefits. I know. I just hate the phrase. That's all. I'm very you particular. You don't mind the, the friends with sexual I would rather, benefits? You could say fuck buddies. I'm say? fine with fuck buddies. Call it fuck buddies. Cool. But like friends with benefits, I don't, I don't care for that phrase. It just doesn't, doesn't, I don't like it. Anyway, uh, what I'm saying is, and I've had situations where somebody I was in an open relationship with for, a, a, let's say, a, more than a year even, uh, became a, uh, you know, we became a, a, a unit where it was like, okay, now we're going to be exclusive. Uh, and so I've been through a lot of these things where it's like, well, you know, that's cool, whatever. And uh, then I had to make like concrete decisions all of a sudden where it was like, wait a minute, this was cool like a few months ago. But like now that I'm not allowed to fuck anybody and you're fucking people like now, now we got a problem. And not just because of the fucking, but it's also like we made this fucking agreement. Mm -hmm. We're done with the trial run we had for a year and a half where we were fucking whoever. Why? Why take an open relationship to exclusive? Uh, she left me while my mom died. So I was like, uh, I need somebody to kind of hold on to right now. And she was like, you're not even fucking ready to be serious. How can I take you seriously? You wanted to fuck everything I that see. moved. And okay. I was like, but 
but but like you said, you'd come to her funeral with me. And she's like, and I will. But that's it. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know how to. And so I was like, all right, all right, listen, let's do this. Let's 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 be serious with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh she was she held that fucking she held that rock of anger for like a good year until she like found the perfect spot to just go bah! Mm-hmm. But like, by the way, guess who I've been fucking? And uh, that, whew, that'll sting. Yeah. That'll sting real good. Um, anywho. So I'm just saying, I've been through these fucking gray area things where you have sure. to kind of go like, you have to justify in your no head. Doubt. Well, I, yeah, I could see that. It's like, especially if I was doing it too. Well, why don't I mean, our people, only, like, our rule was like, you could do whatever. Just, I want to hear about well, it. Well, I mean, I guess this is the thing that maybe separates me. Like, why do most people stay in, like, fucking relationships, I guess, that are bad? I still can't figure that out. What, what, well, I'm 33. I still don't know why I would ever be in a relationship. I just, mean. Or like, why, do, why, do people, why do people even pair themselves up with people who they really don't even I like? Don't know. I've but been the, I don't know. I don't think I those no are two things are even related. What? A people dating people they don't like and fucking other people. No, I don't think that's what he's saying. He's oh, saying no. why pair up like at all? Well, it's usually sex. Oh, period. I feel like it's sex usually plays a major role. Well, that that's what I've been saying. The only difference between, let's say, an exclusive relationship uh, and uh, and let's say fuck buddies or whatever is like you go, okay, you're not allowed to fuck anybody else. But the only difference between, let's say, most people having a relationship. And most people having friends is that you fuck the person you're in a relationship with. And I feel like that's maybe that is like you still share good times. You still fucking talk openly and honestly with them. You still love them and and everything else. But the only difference is you're fucking. And I think that's the difference, right? We always say I'm weird, bro. It's like I don't. That's I mean, not like, weird. No. no, no, I'm not saying that's weird. I'm saying I'm weird in the sense no, like, I just, get it. You're just weird because I, I can't I relate like, to you not being a sex addict. But like, like, I can't it's not relate that, to but that. But it's like, I get it. Like, I get that that's a thing. Right. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. What's I acknowledge thing? it. Sex. Like, it's cool. Okay. Like, sex is cool. Like, it's cool. Right. But like, it's more than cool, Teddy. I mean, it's cool. It's the reason you're here today. I mean, it's cool. Literally, the reason you're here. I get that, bro. I get it. But like, that whole thing of like, I feel like on both sides of the aisle, people. People chasing after it a lot. Like, it's never really, I've never really. How do you, but what gets you out of bed if not that? That's what fucks with me. Huh? That's what fucks. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what <laughs> fucks with me. It's like, is I think to myself, like, like, why, why get out of bed then? Like, like what's if your motivation? Yeah, like, why? That's why I have a hard time in, in like, a, in, a, in an exclusive a relationship. Of, that's why I'm, I'm a hater for hire. So I got a lot of motherfuckers that I, I hate. I guess, because, I've like. Got, it's the same thing, like, uh, fucking, it's that. It's like, like, I would have, like, if, if, if no matter what I did for the rest of my life, my ability to, uh, to uh, woo new people into my bedroom never changed, I would, I would just stick with what I'm doing. Like, I, I, don't, never, I don't know that I would care I as much. If I if I didn't, if someone was like, Will, like you can't you like I mean, what what gets me out of bed in the morning? What gets me up? <laughs> hating for hire. I hate I I hate I hate those people, bro. You know right, people right. that I hate. No, look, I, I'm and the same I, way. It's, the it's chance, not that I don't still want to change the world and do all that. No, I'm just no, saying, but no, like, I, I can't get behind. Like, it's really difficult for like, me to you know imagine. What? Dudes like, do things to attract girls, right? Like yeah, in high yeah, school, yeah, that's yeah. a cliche, right? Like you're doing shit to attract girls, right? Like what if you mean I do high school, I'm 30 <laughs> for life, whatever. You're like you do this, I Some attract girls. Some people don't outgrow it. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, would a lot of people. I mean, why I mean, would you? I mean, most people don't. Let's be let's be honest. I mean, you're always isn't you're that, doing well, things. Well, but isn't that sort things. of the human condition in a sense? That was what I'm saying. Is like, right. isn't that sort of the human condition is to do your craft and find somebody to share the joy of you having succeeded in life with? Isn't I that? Feel like, isn't that sort of? 
the other half of that is real cool. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it's so a cool thing. I, I, what I've said a million I got times, no like, expectations I feel like I, I'm, I'm not at any sort of point in my life and all the, whatever I've done, or uh, I'm going to go ahead and emphasize haven't done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like I'm not going to meet the type of person or the person rather that I'd be like, okay, like, like, this is cool. Like, this is the one. You know what I mean? Like, I need to feel confident enough in everything that I've done that that I feel like, okay, I'm with them because they're the very best person for me out there and, and like a pinnacle of everything I look for in a partner. And I want to be that for them. And I know I'm not that for anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's the thing is like my motivation to get better in life to some large degree is becoming that person. Yeah, see, I don't I, I used to be um heavily, if not a hundred percent driven by sex. You know, and not even so much to find a boyfriend. I mean it's right there on a your boyfriend it's, isn't it's sex. like your yeah. your first line of your website starts Which off with what? like when it was uh something like when she got tired of drunken sex with Oh, strangers. when sex is strangers. And I was like yeah, yeah. I was like, is that really uh not for nothing? I mean, by all means, kudos, claps and everything else, but I'm like, that's how you start off your bio? kudos like that's that's right. no that's ballsy it's great that's exactly the truth which is no that- i know but i'm saying that that like i i don't i mean even though much of my act i mean you've heard it i much of my act is is perverted and very uh sexually driven and, and a lot of my material comes from these kinds of conversations about sex and relationships and, and human behavior um i guess i would be like well i don't need to get i don't want that to to define me or like be the thing and so I think it's cool that you do it. I'm not, this is certainly not a... Why does a, that define me? I'm not saying it defines you. I'm just saying I, it being at the first line of your bio, that's clearly something that you want to put out. Like, by the way, this is who I am, you know, mm-hmm. or, or was or whatever have you. Or this is so much a part of my act that you need to know it right up front. Well, I, I actually never looked at it that way. I literally, Oops. when I sat... Well, no, I mean, when I <laughs> sat down to write my bio, I thought, how did I get into stand-up? And that's okay. the literal truth. The literal truth was, you know, I ne- I've never done stand up drunk because I've never I wasn't a stand up when I was drinking. When I was drinking, my life was all about going out to bars, getting drunk, getting laid, going out to bars, getting drunk, getting laid. That was my Rinse, entire life. Repeat. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as I gave up drinking, um, I found that that's, I that's the Mitch workout. Yeah. For land. the first couple of months, I focused on being sober and then I no longer could go out and do my favorite thing which is get drunk and get laid. And um, so I started doing stand-up. Which and I, that was how I, I... And I tried in in sobriety, I have tried to go out and go to bars and pick up men and have sex. And I've done it. And it's very uh, unsatisfying and awful. And right. it's... it's it, You know, believe me, if I, I'm in a relationship now, if we get out of this relationship, is there a good chance that I will try to do that again? Definitely. Old habits die hard. But... Right. The actuality of my of who I am, regardless of what I'm talking about on stage, is that when I was done drinking and fucking people is when I started doing stand up. When I got bored with that lifestyle, I I channeled all that stuff here in the it's microphone. A, I think it's, it's I think I mean I think that's well, a, I mean, I, I, no no I just wanna just to real I, quick. I, I that when you put it like that, that's the only way you can do it. Mm-hmm. But it just you have to understand, you know, most time you read a bio and you're like, okay, they're this is like they're right, this is saying. like they're they're trying to explain their stand up in a way. 
And it's right. like, well, I don't know, I mean, I think I don't know how to do that either. It also but I think goes with my stand-up. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's very it's very good. Though. I don't think there's I don't think it's there's actual critic. much divergence between what the two of you were saying in that sense when, she, when you know, she lays it out in that sense where it's, I mean, that's what stand-up is and that's authenticity. We talked about this yeah, yeah. on the show before. It's that if you were going to read someone's bio in an opening line, you read it and then you saw them perform. I mean, if you read that and then you saw that or you listened right. to this podcast, something, you'd be like, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely be I upset if I'd seen your act after reading your bio and you were like, I was making these cupcakes. Yeah. Right. Or like, what's the deal with elevators? Right, it's like, yeah, yeah I'd you'd be, be really, like, what? I'd be like, what the fuck se- is this what's up? Yeah. You're having sex on them or something? Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, I mean, we talked about this privately uh, mm-hmm. at, the, at the one club about uh, certain comedians who do that, where they put off two different personas and mm-hmm. you're like, what the, what are you doing? Right. The fuck is a Well, if I had my creative choice, if I had, if I had full. Um, they call them druthers. druthers. If you had your druthers. My, <laughs> I had my druthers. My act would entirely <laughs> be about sex, marriage, relationships. There would be nothing else in there but that. But I don't really, I don't have that creative freedom because um, it's hard enough for me to get work as is with the material I have. Like I, The only sure. reason I've been able to work as a comic is because I've been sex- successfully been able to build 10 or 15 minutes of material that isn't. Yeah. You know, so focused on that. I mean, look, I'm the same way. It's like I feel like I, I've, I've said it on this show said it to Teddy many times. Is that where I keep going? Like, is my act too like, uh, like I, I just can't. It's hard for me to pull away from like I really want to like everything. I want to make it into a weird metaphor about sex. Like every when I'm trying to explain a concept to people, I can't help but go like it's like when you're fucking, you know, or whatever the hell have you. Or it's like if you're dating somebody or blah, blah, if it's websites even, there's some way I'll find to like work a sex thing in there. And so I, I can definitely relate to that where it's like I have to throw other shit in there. Otherwise, I'm a sound one track mind. Right. But I still feel like, oh, shit, am I too like am I too vulgar? Did I say cunt one too many times? Did I, you know, if I talk about fisting, are they laughing because they're horrified? Like, I don't know that I care necessarily about that, but. Just saying, like, that's where I, I get into that paranoia. Like, can I work with this? Or, like, is this too rough for that or whatever? So, well, I mean, so I you know, audience, what audience is like and what people will hire you and pay you to do yeah. uh, are two totally different yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, may I have one of your cigarettes? Is yeah, that absolutely. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a whole pack. You know, yeah. so unfortunately, Mike, uh, about a year and a half ago, my creative process was extremely yeah. arrested because of uh, you just toss it back stand-up was no longer a hobby. And, you have uh, a lighter? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so you know that that happens, but um, how no, do I we, don't need it yet. How do we cool. get into this? I forget how we. Why I don't know. We got into I don't know. This. Well, I was actually well, the thing is, uh, well, get about like five minutes. I don't think that's enough time for a Google feud. Uh, did you want to stick around for bonus time? Sure. All right. Cool. Uh, well, then we'll do some Google feud in the bonus time. We can. We can I just have continue a. Qu- on I this. have a really quick question. Sure. That's maybe off topic, but um, I think I know the answer for you, but I could be wrong. If you had a, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer for you too, but I'm just interested in asking. Good question. Uh, let's say you're dating me, and we're we're in the early stages of our relationship. You're you're digging me, but there's no love words being thrown around. But we're full into the sex phase, and I tell you, I really want to have sex in front of somebody else while they masturbate. How would you feel about that? Male or female? Male. Do you know the guy? Ideally, he's a friend of yours, but mm. I'm willing to I'm willing to uh, to negotiate where you don't know. The How dude. long can we? No, wait. Well, it depends on the dude. Uh, 
Do you have friends you'd be comfortable with? Yeah, that? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Right. My friend, my friend Justin Dubois. I, I, that will definitely happen at some point in our right. lives. I will. I'm, uh, yeah. Right. There's does he been, know, there's does he been, know this? No, I mean, have look, you told have Justin? You this? I, I'm just telling you right now, Justin to say the same thing. If he was here right now, he'd be like, oh yeah, that would definitely. Well, I, I, I told mean, you, I believe it. I like, I, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to get into specifics, but it has happened where Justin and I have been, been, uh, yeah. been with women in the same room. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm in my head, like, at what point does he yell switch? Right. You know, when we do, um, and I, I could definitely see that happening. So, um, <laughs> what well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily uh, be like, oh, no. hey, great cock, nice cum shot. No, you no, know? no, no, you're not even paying attention. Right? Yeah, you're I wouldn't. Give, it. It's all for her. But I wouldn't. Uh, but I wouldn't feel no. You I, wouldn't poo poo uh, it. No, no. Excuse me. I'm the, open. Uh, I, I know. I hate that term good. too. Much uh, like the poo poo platter. It's right. It's so gross. Places. Yeah, I know. I why why call it that? Give it a the choo choo platter or something else. Uh, if there was a girl that wanted that you met at a bar or a party and she wanted to uh, have a threesome with you and another dude, absolutely. Would you rather? I've okay, done you're that. done with. I've done and that. you're still down with it. I, I, yeah, okay, I've actually I've done that. I actually. So you're not my first. Some of my first sexual experiences in high school were like that, and I had a number of friends, male friends of mine, who were like, "Yeah, I've never had a girl do this or that." Or the other thing, and I'd be like, "I know a girl. Let me call her," and then I would sort of cajole the i would you know orchestrate mm-hmm. a situation conductor sexual yeah conductor. or she'd do the you know the ski po- ski poles or whatever yeah i'm, I'm cool so you're one of those guys because i really have found that men are divided into two categories you're <laughs> one of those guys that are do not mind another dick in the room you're not going to look at it you're not going to touch it but you have no you're not uncomfortable you can't pr- not I, this is probably the place i should mention i've worked in porn for the last 10 years okay so, there so you like go. i've seen and i i i actually in like 2002 I worked on a site called Fucking Huge. I think it might even still be up. But um, one of the, the the job was basically he had all these images and he was like, I need you to make the cocks look ridiculously huge. And it was something like 6,000 images and you pay me $2 an image. And I was trying to make money to move to Florida originally at the time. And I made like $3,500. And so I got to the point where I could open up an image, stretch out the dick, stretch out jaw lines, fucking reconfigured you know, save it and be done in like under two minutes. So I got, I, I stared at dicks for fucking weeks on end at that time. And I had the weirdest dreams, by the way, all of the dreams I had the smallest dick in the world. And I was always like, dude, it's fucking tiny because yeah, I was deep, so used to seeing these normal. Yeah. It fucks with you. So <laughs> seeing dicks doesn't bother me. Um, uh, you know, seeing people fuck doesn't bother me. Um, I, I, I wouldn't like, I, the thing is I, I thought about that. I was like, you know, I, I think about my own sexuality as like, uh, you know, how do I know I'm not gay or something like that? And I'm like, you know what it is? I'm just not turned on by dicks. But, but you're I'm not horrified, you know. And it's funny a dick's because a when, dick. You know you what I mean? I, and I, I can appreciate, you know, yeah. like I can appreciate good form. You know, if the guy doesn't look weird jerking off, I could be like, good form, buddy. Good form. Like, there's you know, a, there's a lot of guys out there that will say without a shadow of the doubt, no man would be cool with that. Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I will tell them there are definitely men who oh, do yeah. not care. Oh, there's guys who would be like, do you want me to jerk them off for you? Right. Like, there's definitely, yeah. But then you that's know. crossing over. Well, but that's the thing else. is like, there's guys who are, they, they're, I would say like, yeah, latent bisexual, not latent homosexual, but right. latent bisexual. They'd be like, I just need somebody to push me towards that. Right. You know what I mean? The kind of guy who's like, no, you can strap one on and do me. I feel like you're latent bisexual. Like I've had things in my ass that didn't, I wasn't into it. 
And I'm not really into being a bottom at all. I also wait, 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 wait. Hold on, back up. Do, so you think that men who like things in their ass are latent bisexuals? No, I think that if I think that if a guy has a fantasy about a woman strapping one on and fuck him in the ass, I think that that yeah. Probably, but what about okay? But but what about maybe they don't have a fantasy about it, but maybe they're willing to do it if they think it will turn the girl on. Oh yeah, I mean that's not. You're yeah, I, th- no. I think it's it, again, it's all mental, and I'm not here to judge. I don't give a fuck, you know, what you like or whatever. Uh, any, you know, certainly. If I, if I, if if Teddy told me he's like, actually, yeah, I'd be all about that. I wouldn't be like, well, you gross mother. I'd be like, really? Now that would intrigue me because I wouldn't necessarily peg you that way. Hi, uh, you like that pun? Yeah, yeah, uh, good. Uh, good. Wouldn't so peg good. you as that kind of guy. That's now, uh, conversely, if I, if, if. If a girl was like, listen, uh, we need to fuck and I need to see Teddy jerk off, I would immediately go, is this like uh, you have a black fetish? And I would start to feel like, wait, that's is right. she now that's racist. Is she like, well, that's the thing right. is I would start to wonder, like, I can't is, be nobody's fantasy, is, bitch. is she a latent racist or does she just think Teddy's really attractive? And then if that's the case, I'd feel like, wait, are you like I mean, if you just said, like, pick a male friend of yours? No offense, Teddy. I wouldn't pick Teddy because I don't think he'd be down with that anyway. Right. I would sooner pick Justin because he'd probably be like, yeah, I'll, yeah, if you want me to do that, yeah, I'd probably do it. I don't know. He might He might be like, no, fuck that. Thanks, Mitch. I'm just saying. Well, I don't know. Would you, you wouldn't be that guy. I wouldn't be that yeah, guy. Yeah, you see? So, uh, so you're that, wondering what's so behind I think it? That, yeah, I think that if they were, if they were very specific about it, and uh, maybe. But uh, you know, at the same time, I don't know. I know that Teddy wouldn't go for it. I think that's why it would be weird more than anything, is that's why I say depending on right. the guy. Because if it's the kind of friend of mine who I just know to be open-minded and into weird shit, then I'd be like, okay, he'll take it in the same light that I am, which is like, Hey, this is a story. Fuck it. Like whatever. It's something, but I feel like you, Teddy, no offense would overanalyze it. Or you'd be like, listen, here's why, here's the list of reasons why I'm not cool with this. And I have to be like, Oh shit. Well then, then I wouldn't want to turn the question on to you. Like the same thing. Like, how do you, would you? How much time do we even have left, Mitch? By the um, way? negative two seconds. Okay, fair enough. So technically, we're over time, but you know what? Oddly enough, uh, our uh, we started uh, late, so uh, I don't know. No, I know. I'm looking at the oh, okay. the amount of time. Uh, our Derek Lemos episode ran over five six minutes, and they still posted it. So okay. Yeah. So, you know, well, let's wrap well, up I, I do want to hear your opinion. So I'll okay. shut the fuck up and okay. then we'll go bonus and everything else. All right. So plus what, I got to go to the bathroom. I, what am I responding to now? Well, my question is, um, if you were dating a girl and she wanted to have sex with you while another guy jerked off, how would you, would you be down with that? Okay. Now, again, how long have we been? A month, two months. No, get out. You can. No way. Six, no, years. No, no. Six years. Six years. Six years. <laughs> and why do you go so Six. far, Mitch? Why? Well, because she said, I mean, because to me, it doesn't matter. Oh, it could be weird. that night. Who's it could the dude? Be... Who's the dude? So who's the dude? Let's say it's, uh, you know, uh, let's say I it's think, Mitch. Let's I say think your co host on Straight Griffin would actually be willing to do this, Teddy. Right. So let's say it's Mitch. I just think that shit's weird, man. I don't mean it's not. You'd be like, what do you got? A white boy weird. fetish? Here's the thing. It's not that it's weird, okay? It's just that, like, that's not a fit for me, I guess. You know? I mean, I don't really, like. That's but not, the girl wants it. I get it, dude, but, like. You're uh, not down with it. That's it's not me. Now, like, would you go, have a two on one? somewhere else. Two, two guys and a girl on a girl? Yeah. Me and another Finger dude. cuffs. Yeah, how do you feel with another dick in the room? You're not looking at it. You're not. Yeah, touching I don't really it. care about. I mean, like, I mean, other people want to do that. That's just cool. But like, I'm well, not okay. really like. You're, you're banging. Like, you're, you're doing. You're doing some doggy style. I'm not really doing any Eiffel you're Tower. Do, you're doing some man. doggy style shit. You're like in a drunken place where like a dude could walk in. I walk in. 
And she she fucking grabs my my package, and I'm like, oh shit! I pull it out, and she starts blowing me. Sex over? Or you go, all right. Well, he's got to get well, some too. Who is this girl? Does it matter? Yeah, does it? Doesn't matter. Yeah, that was some random girl. I mean, we're asking on your principles. It's yeah, not like an actual like, situation. I'm just wondering. Well, her where name your stance is uh, Teresa uh, 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 Goldmember, <laughs> oh, and well. uh, uh, I mean, I don't really like. I guess that's just not my. That's just not. It's Salma Hayek. You know what I mean, it's our. It's Alexis Texas, and it's. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, so no. So you're not that. really. I'm not really. I'm not, that's not really. I'm not really my. So you and I are dating, and and we're having in the fe- sex phase, and I say, you know what would really turn me on is if if Mitch would watch us have sex. I mean, if you pick Mitch, I'd be really weirded out that you picked a friend of mine. I'd be really weird. So it's about definitely it. not a friend. How about I have a? Uh, there's this dude we met at a bar. Is this a regular thing for you? No, I've never done it before. You just want to, you just want to watch some regular. It's just a fantasy regular, of mine. You just want to, uh, you just want a regular dude <laughs> that you just met at the bar to jerk off while we're getting on. Yeah, let's, because let's say, let's say, let's say she hasn't even. I guess this thing is like that's what I was saying is like when you pick somebody, I'm like, well, wait a minute, why that guy? Well, I'll but like tell if you, you were like, we'll go to a bar and you pick the guy. How about that? Well, here's the thing, because you're thinking it's like, oh, she wants to fuck this guy, and I think that what it probably is about is that she's an exhibitionist. Yeah, yeah. And wants it's not about who no, it I, is. I, I, it's I mean, about you know. I got no problem with exhibitionism. Do you know what I mean? I uh, perhaps the dis- I mean, there's different ranges of exhibitionism. If you want to be an exhibitionist by having some dude. What if room. she just wanted to fuck in a room with all glass walls, one way mirrors? Let's say people were watching you, but you couldn't see them. You'd be down with that. It's less intimate. I feel like than just a dude just jerking off right. in the room. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. You walk into a room. More, I would be more inclined to do that than just have a dude jerk off in a room. Right, right, right. That's fair. That's fair. I'm We're just going down my old. It's, it's a matter thing. of principles. It's. Uh, I mean, it's I, I guess. I guess I think again, your answer is like, no. That's what I'm. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're a yes well and you're a no, yeah. which is what I figured yeah. it would right. be anyway. It's fair. So that's fair. a good note. Yeah. Yeah. Wrap it up there. No, I mean, I think the the exhibition side of it. I I mean, I definitely get that. I guess what I'm saying is that. Uh, going back to a, an earlier subject we were talking about, like cheating and things like that. My biggest issue with any of that, my biggest issue with cheating, and I don't know if it's most most guys, this is where I feel like most guys probably agree, but I don't know if it goes too deep with that. But I always feel like I need to, for whatever reason, I need to feel like the most uh, badass motherfucker. You know, not yeah, necessarily like... we all do. Not like, you know, I'm ripped or whatever, badass. But I mean, like, I need to know that I'm pinnacle of her her sexual existence. And the moment I feel like I'm not, even if it doesn't even have to be cheating, yep. honestly. Mm-hmm. If the moment I feel like... that's a good way like, to find out. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But the moment I feel like oh, I've dropped from that, then I'm like... We have a problem. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Uh, now I feel like less of... I feel less badass. Like, I feel like... All right, and it's I just so interesting to me out. how ego-based sex is. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's just very interesting to me on that. That's why I ask questions Well, I think like that. that I... But the thing is, I, I think that... I think that uh, so much of... As, as you're developing as a person is based on um, people's acceptance of you. And I think that certainly people accepting you naked and in your most intimate state is a huge part of it. And certainly for guys, uh, your quote unquote popularity growing up and, and really throughout your whole life is very heavily based on like how many women at any given time want to fucking jump on your face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
So I think that's why. It, I, I mean, I, I assume for women, it's it's probably very similar in that mm-hmm. regard. Yeah, just similar but different. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some bonus. So everybody watching right now, um, I'm just gonna restart the stream so that the audio doesn't cut out. We'll be back in less than a minute, I promise. Um, and uh, people on the podcast, uh, it's been it's been real. Uh, go ahead real quick, uh, plug your shit. Oh, uh, you can please follow me on Twitter at the Danny stew. That's D A N I S T E W. Don't forget the, in the beginning, the Danny stew. That's right. Or you can visit my website, Danielle Stewart.com. Fair enough. And, uh, you, you want to plug any gigs or you just want to stick with that? Um, I'll just stick with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then Teddy and I will be at, uh, flappers on Thursday. Comedy con carne. Comedy con carne. All right. Cool. Rock on. Uh, listen to the outro for the rest of the plugs. Good night, and uh, uh, we'll see you again next week. Good night. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net. R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.